Hey, and welcome to episode 199 of the F Reality Podcast. Ooh wee! Ooh. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Yeah, all right. Yeah, you? We're we're doing we're doing just great. We're doing just great. There's, there's there's only three of us today, so it's going to be it's going to be a much longer show. <laughs> much longer, I think. So uh, if you don't know, F Reality is your fortnightly funnel of news, games, and the best of the best of the best of VR. Missing in action on today's show is our bald brethren, the infamous tattooed VR podcast chef, Michael Van Kuskus. He's off cooking up some salt beef down in London town, hired by none other than Gordon Ramsay himself to teach his kids how to solder back their now aging Oculus headsets back into operation after he convinced them wireless VR was just a snip away. In today's episode, each of our features will be given in the form of a question. So, first, what is an April Fool's special and why do I suddenly want a Frosty? Next, who feeds this decrepit subculture called content creators? And what's Meta doing to silence all that moaning? Third, where in the world will the next physical MetaConnect take place? Who the feck knows, but there's a bake sale coming. When will we have time for a surprise interview with the devil himself, Mr. Ralphie and Dr. Nide? Sounds good. And fifth, why is Reddit hell-bent on creating genius inventions both Michael Abrash and Gabe Newell couldn't invent themselves? Finishing us off today, Nathie will be putting the topping on this fringe technology cake, letting you know what you missed and what's in store in the weeks ahead. All right, gentlemen, I have something. For that fourth part, I want you to come up with, I'm telling you now ahead of the schedule so that we can come back to this a bit later, three things, two real, one fake about yourselves. Okay? So think about that as we're going. Damn it, Three I, need, I need to work now. Like <laughs> Two real and one fake. We're going to revisit this later. I already later. have a job. <laughs> so stay tuned. And chat, I've got a job for you too. Don't you relax. Don't you sit back. You're the best part of this show. You're the rogue element. And your job is to tell us what you've been playing or praying for or slaying for uh, these past two weeks. Whether it's, you know, been... Playing Beats Fever on Mount Olympus or just hanging out with old Astro down at the Gentleman's Club. I want you to get creative with your updates this week. Okay? Embellish yourself, please. We want to see this in chat. Before we get into all that, let me introduce this duet of dastardly dudes and ask them if they've actually played any goddamn VR this week or are they just taking the piss? So, <laughs> first, his name ends with the proper pronunciation of a certain... German car manufacturer and begins with the gear you pick when you made a boo-boo driving. Uh, so put your keys together <laughs> for an Audi in reverse. It's the guy I had to stop in San Jose from taking on not one but two gangs in the midst of a street fight at night. It's our always ready for a punch-up. It's Monsieur Rowdy. <laughs> Damn it! You already spoiled my uh, my what, what is real and what is fake because that was indeed that was quite an event there and the, when when that fight broke out. That was mad. But uh, no, I, I've been I've been doing great. Um, I've had uh, a very busy week. I haven't unfortunately had too much experience with VR this week, uh, so you know, shame on me. 
But uh, uh, I'm hoping that, you know, Nate, has some good releases for us coming on later. <laughs> <laughs> so that I can at least, like, find something to do in the coming week. Uh, but, yeah, no, things have been great here. The weather is improving. You know, uh, things are opening up here. Everything seems to be going the right way. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's turning out to be... Uh, it's turning out to look like it's going to be a nice, a nice spring and a nice summer. Hopefully, with some awesome VR content coming as well. I bet. So, yeah. what do you look forward to this summer, Rat? You got anything in particular in mind? Yeah, like we we recently booked like a like a chalet where we're gonna go with like about like fifteen or sixteen other people, and uh, we're gonna like uh, spend some time at the lake uh, here in Quebec and uh, try and try and have a good time. You sound like a proper Canadian now. You know, you yeah, exactly. <laughs> go straight for the lake. Exactly. Like you going, know how to going going to the lock, right? <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Next up, he's my forced friend, a certified podcast killer, and fellow VR vet who would absolutely sell his handsome brother off just as an NFT, just to get a self-illuminating jacket. This lad deserves to be an NPC in Battlefield VR in that franchise when it comes one day. And in this episode, if he mentions that goddamn desk again. I'm going to bury him alive personally. It's my own blonde Santa Claus who probably broke several laws just to get here on time. It's <laughs> na 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 Nathaniel Van Scooternuts. <laughs> nice one. I, I, I love that intro. I am absolutely speechless. Am I still on the FRLD podcast or where where am I? What what? <laughs> what did you do to Mike? No, but uh, seriously, this is this amazing. I'm having a blast already. It's almost like I'm just a listener and I don't even have to really be here physically. Yeah, this is like so meta. Love it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So what did you get up to this, uh, this past couple of weeks with yourself then, Nathan? Well, I, I finally got to play some great VR titles again for once. It's Feels uh, good, right? It feels very good, like like you know, top of top of the you know uh, chart uh, charts of in terms of like what's great. Um, so I dove into uh, Cosmonius High. I also dove into Moss Book Two. I wanted to jump into Transformers, but that got delayed. <laughs> Surprise! Uh, I, I have a very bad feeling about that one. Um, they did like throw some some videos online on their social media. It doesn't look that good, uh, oh, yeah. but I still want to try it, you know? We'll um, absolutely touch on that later. Uh, okay. I'll cover that. Sweet. So uh, if I had to choose two uh, titles, take I both. think I'm going to... Yeah, take both because Rowdy, okay. uh, Rowdy kind of you know opted out this week. So you go ahead and tell us about both of those. Okay, so so Cosmonius High is, is, is basically you going back to school in space. Uh, there's something going wrong at the school. Chaos gets unleashed and then you have to fix that. Um, you get all these power-ups, and it, it, it's basically a job simulator and vacation simulator mixed together. Uh, it feels refreshing, feels new. It's a bigger world, bigger universe, a lot more to uh, explore. Uh, it, it did feel like a game that was more to, targeted towards kids than adults, even that with job simulator, you could say like, okay, uh, but that's also kind of looking childlike, but... I just found that the dialogue was more targeted towards kids. Well, in Job Simulator, you did have these kind of, you know, hints towards things that kids just don't know anything about just yet, you know? Mm. Um, like doing the yeah. car mechanic work, for example, yeah. in Job Simulator. You know, you're pulling the chain down, you feel yeah, like yeah, a yeah. dirty mechanic. Yeah. But but this, so this has more of a storyline. It's not that linear. It's more, you know, open world. Um it's an amazing title, but the thing I want to kind of mention about is that that has kept me like 
thinking uh, about for a few days now is that so this game launches alchemy labs is huge in terms of the studio but then the reviews i, I didn't check them today but when the game launched the same day it had seven reviews on the quest store yeah and it had three reviews on steam well for example with knock i don't know how many reviews it got in the first day but it was way more than uh and also job simulator uh and and vacation simulator so something went wrong here or they they targeted the wrong audience and they're not buying it or they did target the right audience but they're just too young to understand how to write a review or a rating or it just launched with not great marketing and no one just knows it's it's out there i think i think it's a problem as well when you when you abandon like your ip to some extent this, this is the same problem i had with the oculus meta switch up um you know they had they had job sim then they had vacation sim and that was a really obvious tie and it looked like a similar game right i do appreciate them moving away and not just them making i don't know island simulator next right <laughs> yeah, or yeah. school school simulator right but They've essentially kind of gone half off the track, but I think it'll take a bit of time for it to kind of come off the starting line. You know, I think this is one of those that will get discovered. Um, we were joking about it at the last podcast, right? How like YouTubers love this kind of game because it gives them an engine in which to create like yes. silly videos. So I think what you're going to find is as those city, silly videos kind of go out over the net, um, kids are going to be like, yeah. oh, I want to play that game. I want to buy that. And that, then then it's going to take off. So yeah, day true. one launch, I can understand why it was slow. But yeah, it is a little bit worrisome when you first see it. And you're like, oh, you know, is uh, is this not is this not doing so well? But yeah. not everything not everything kind of kicks off with a with a spike at the beginning. You know, Sometimes yeah, I I think in this case with like vacation simulator, they had a different marketing team. Uh, that team left uh, for this one. So you can see that the approach is different and uh, getting keys for this game wasn't that easy getting access. So uh, a lot of the, as you said, like uh, YouTubers who cover a lot of like kids uh, stuff, they haven't even started playing it until today or maybe next week. So yeah, I do think it's gonna it's gonna take off later, but it is kind of worrisome because even Tentacular uh, also doesn't have a lot of reviews. So it's mm. almost like I'm seeing a shift now in terms of content, what people maybe want to play and what they don't want to play. I don't know. I might be wrong, but I, I'm I'm just very curious that suddenly games that used to be like going sky high in terms of reviews and ratings aren't really going anywhere i i have to say you know haven't haven't played it i thought of you instantly i played it for about half an hour cosmonius high and uh the beginning you'll get this i think feels a lot like iron man vr did you do you know what i'm talking about with the yeah the water yeah 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 yeah, yeah you're right yeah it kind of does so so that's cosmonius high uh, uh for moss book 2 i can keep it very short yeah, sure. i only played the first hour because i want to play this game when it comes out on playstation vr 2 this this game sadly and i just feel bad for polyar games got stuck between the 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 past and and and, and the, the 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 present the future so mm. it's just kind of weird to play it even the funny part is so I set up my whole PlayStation VR, I dove in, and the game is that good, is that immersive that after a while, I, I again didn't mind the headset, the resolution. Okay, the tracking, I was kind of done with, you know, where it was drifting and sometimes I lost my, my uh, uh, you know, controller yeah, a little yeah. bit. Because if you play it on PlayStation 5, you have to play it with a DualShock controller from the PS4. I didn't know that, so I had to buy one to just play the game. So you can't use... 
the, that's you know, the actual controller that comes with it. And that story was out there, but a lot of people don't know about it. So people buy, have a PlayStation 5 and the headset, and they're like, oh, I'll just play it. That's not how it works. Well, explain to me, because I haven't is, though, had my hands on it. Like, why would the PS5 controller and that schema so, be compatible backwards with, like, is, are there different buttons? No, no, no. So the, oh, okay. it, 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 it's... Let's say it, it looks a lot like the DualShock control. It's a little oh. bigger and stuff. So you would have to map it differently and, and you would have to have a different model of the controller. But the problem here is that on the back side, you have that, that light, right? On the DualShock controller and PlayStation 4 controller that lights up. That's how it tracks the oh. controller. And the PlayStation 5 one doesn't have that. And I, I, I'm like, why didn't you just put it there? Or, but... They must have different plans for the PSVR 2, but I still like to play. I, I just hope they are not going to ditch the gamepad uh, yeah, I'd uh, agree. formula because it's amazing. It's so good. And there is like PlayStation is the only one who does this where you use your controller and you have a blast in well, VR. To, to be fair, I mean, think about it, right? Like what games aside from Astrobot's the obvious one, right? It's the obvious one where like we use the controller in the game static, I suppose. You're moving it and it's motion tracked. Uh, but there weren't that many VR titles that like wasn't just taking the the analog inputs uh, and actually tracked the physical controller itself. Can you think of any others that like really were 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 awesome in PSVR? And it's a hard question because it's been well, a while. Yeah, Static uh, Astrobot, um, um, but that that's. I was thinking Firewall might have had some interaction, but I only played that really on the aim. Well, and you yeah, had of course the demo disc. You know, it's yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. The, the the only problem I have a little bit with like the 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 PSVR two does seem like it's like away for a while still, right? Like when it actually comes out, how popular do you think, or how how many people do you think will still know about Moss Book Two then? It, it, it like depends. have it be present in their minds. You mean like yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like the the thing is, that, and that's what I found hard about this game is that if you didn't play the first one, you play the second one. They do have mm-hmm. like a, you know a book at the start again that kind of explains what happened in the previous title, but it, it it feels very like okay, you you played the first one, we're gonna continue with the second, you know, and it's not very much holding your hand. It does give you a short tutorial again, but not that extended and and cool as they did in the first. So it does feel more of an extension. Like if they bundle this together, it would work for a lot of people. So if they bundle it on the PlayStation VR 2 and they put it on the store, I think it's going to be fine. And I do think Sony has a certain love for this game too, because this is one of the the mascots of uh, of the PlayStation VR. Not necessarily of of the, the PC or the Quest scene, but in, in on PlayStation, a lot of people appreciate this this character um, but I, I i really enjoyed playing it i wanted to keep playing even that i i was like you know playstation vr2 we're gonna wait this and that but it's just it, it just grips you again and it's just like this this feeling of nostalgia because it's been like ages ago it came out so yeah so if you do want to play it totally do it it's only on the playstation vr for now um and it, it will hopefully come to the psvr2 this year, hopefully. So, I don't know. But. So I understand the full tech stack uh, for people who are interested. So first off, that warning about the DS4 controller. You need the old school PlayStation 4 DualShock. Yeah. Um, I assume you need either the original camera 
from the PS4 that you plug into your PS5? I don't, I don't, I don't think that new one PS5. is working with... Uh, there's a mm. new uh, camera. I don't think that... And, and that, that makes me kind of worried about people who want to get into VR now with PlayStation. It's so confusing because yeah, the new camera fair. looks really nice. It does. But that's a, that's a webcam, I think. That is not a... It's not a VR camera tracking like, device. Yeah. Yeah, that's something else. So... Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so you basically need <laughs> if you're doing it on PS5, you basically you have, have to go PS4. back. Yeah, to the <laughs> old well. days. Yeah. yeah. And did you yeah. run it on on PS4 or did you run it on PS5? No, on the five. And and uh, the uh, according to Polyarch, the loading times were faster. The the graphics were nicer. But the thing is, the resolution is so low that I <laughs> ca- cannot see. Like I didn't think it looked that impressive. I expected more from the PlayStation 5, but as I said, keep an account that I'm looking through a kind of like blurry glass that you want to wipe, uh, that you can't wipe. Uh, but then still, you know, the moment you're in there and, and it's just so much fun and it just feels good. And and that's why I wanted to keep playing because there hasn't been that much content out there. And then this shows up. It's you, just so you cute. You do this very often, Nathan, because I, I don't remember you um, saving yourself for a title before. Like you don't do that very often. Well, no, but this this is hardware that is next level. Yeah. This, this is a different story. But I, I still wanted to like show off a little bit of the game because I did just feel bad for the studio. They worked so hard on this. They also knew this wasn't the best timing. And then no one yeah. is going to play it right now. I but think you're right with, you, with wanna, the bundle, though. You know? like, I, think, I, yeah. do think that, I do think that a bundle is, is probably coming. Moss 1 plus Moss 2. Like book 1 and 2. You can just see it. Like they, So what they might do is when PlayStation does land, and it, let's be honest, it could be a year from now, sadly. Um, yeah. They, they put that bundle out. It doesn't necessarily have to be bundled with the hardware, but that's yeah. another option, right? They could, well, they technically, could bundle it with the hardware too. It's so weird. Technically, they could just glue this game onto the other one and then yeah. get rid of the pop-ups of like, oh, this is how you need to do this with the control now, and no one would notice, and you would just keep playing, yeah. and you'd be like, oh, this is just, seriously, that's, that's how nice they just went from the first game to the second. It's not like a like a huge difference, you know? Uh, so, yeah. Do you think they could remaster the first one then? And oh, that, that's, like that? that's, that, I'm sure they're gonna do that. that. That's just like, same with Cosmonius High. I don't know why, maybe it's because I'm so hyped for PlayStation VR 2, but using the controllers and stuff and not feeling anything and not having the haptic tricks, I'm like, they must have made this for the next gen hardware. And that's why everything is so interactive now. And they're just waiting until it comes out. I think even mm. like Cosmonius High could go you know, uh, go hype because of the PlayStation VR 2 and all the beginners, because it's a nice beginner game. So yeah, these two games, they just need to come to the PlayStation VR 2 and then they're gonna like succeed for sure. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Well, thank you very much for those highlights. Appreciate it. So that was Moss Book yeah. 2 and Cosmodius High. Uh, both things yes. worth checking out uh, if you're into those kinds of games. Okay, so um, you might've just joined and gone, hang on a second, where's the bald fella? Yeah, Mike's not here this week. Uh, so who am I? I am Jim Barnaby, substitute teacher. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Unqualified, barely prepared, and ready to take you places you wish you'd never gone for the sake of VR. So my highlight this week um, was On the Morning You Wake, uh, which is a, um, it's actually a, an abbreviated title, On the Morning You Wake to the End of the World, um, which, 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 was a, which was a really interesting kind of like VR feature. It's an app, so you... You download it, then you watch this thing, and it's like 360 VR. Stereoscopy is there. That's really cool. Uh, that's that's about basically the um, emergency signal. I didn't know about this. I must have missed it because I was busy, I don't know, doing doing other things or 
worrying about my move or something. But in 2018, there was a false alarm and Hawaii thought it was going to get nuked. So it's local, you know, uh, local kind of accounts of that whole fallout. And I can tell you with the whole crisis that's going on at the moment, it feels really close to home. Um, you know, last night, we, my wife and I were like jumped out of bed by a, uh, a helicopter that must have been dealing with like a car crash or something. It was this massive fucking thing, not a Chinook, but like big. And it was flying over the house and we both woke up and my, my, my like heart was like pounding out of my chest. It's like, is this it? Is this what, is it, is it now? Is it happening? Um, and, and so I just wanted to say that if you, if you like that panicked feeling, um, or at least want to hear someone else's account of it, then go watch on the morning you wake. That was, that was pretty cool. I don't know if you guys have ever had that. Have you ever had that where you like, you're woken up and you think you're dying? Like whether it's you're falling asleep in a car and then, you know, someone pretends to like, you know, oh, we're running off the road. I, I, I think, like that? I think the worst I've had is like, I've, I've had like two earthquakes, but like, mm. like, not like earthquakes where you like you know like need to leave the house because it's like you know things are going crazy but like a like a serious shock that you like you know all of a sudden everything is shaking and you can see like you know all the the, the chandeliers and stuff like that like mm. moving and that kind of stuff i've i've had that before during the during the night yeah twice once in turkey and once uh, once in montreal yeah really here okay not serious shocks though just uh just a, like a like a, a little thing, like or oh, something just hit the wall like or something <laughs> yeah. that's mad scary scary times then um so the, the other two things i just wanted to hi- uh, highlight real quick um the soloist i mentioned it last week during releases that like took my breath away it's about a solo free climber the quality level of the vr360 and the fact that you don't even see how they mounted it or whatever you're just hanging out over like an open cliff edge in in uh, the Swiss Alps and stuff, absolutely breathtaking. Like I don't know who was the production uh, behind that, but that was amazing. So go watch that. Both episodes are now out. It's part one, part two. I've only seen the first half. Um, and then one special, just little shout for Nathy's benefit. I think he caught a piece of this, but we also played Rodent People uh, Origins, which is a game about oh, four wow. rats, which is a colorful room escape multiplayer game on App Lab. You can get this really good and it does involve it does involve your rat getting kind of high taking some i don't know acid or something so uh it, it's a it's a total trip really well designed if you got some buddies not very expensive go pick up rodent people on this is, is this like like uh like a dlc to moss <laughs> it's the grown-up version of moss when moss reaches his like teenage years you know Quill's like i've had enough <laughs> it's, it's a it's a bit of a fun journey yeah but it was really fair uh, it took about an hour most room escapes are actually about that kind of bite size and so yeah, it took about an hour um and speaking of pills uh, now my question is to chat are you willing to swallow pills just given to you by a man who prances around in bike shorts in his basement well there's no time Swallow quickly, because this is the Xylite Zone. These are the journeys of the SS Nathaniel and El Capitan, Rao Rao Yerboat. <laughs> As we steer the sturdy vessel through the hopes, dreams, and the uncomfortable nightmares of an eerie, murky, metacurse of April Fool's Day disasters. This is F-Reality. And with that, let's get into our first topic. All right. So, Rowdy, if you would please unveil the Dyson Zone. This week, I could not believe that, as reported by Ars Technica, and disturbingly close to April 1st, some of the things I'm going to be talking about are April Fool's Day jokes, and some of them are real. The funny thing is that this week, or sorry, this year, 
that line has blurred substantially. So, <laughs> in this announcement, Dyson has confirmed that it's working on the Dyson Zone, which you won't believe when you get your eyes on this. It is one of the most intense consumer-facing masks we've ever seen. What's more, the company elected to combine its face-mounted air purifier with its first set of noise-canceling headphones. So this thing looks like, makes you look like Bane from Batman, okay? <laughs> and apparently it contributes to the filtering process. So I don't know who decided that a multi-factor printer was a good idea, but I can be pretty sure that that engineering team, uh, you know, contributed here because they've decided to fuse together a pair of headphones and a mask that helps purify the air that goes into your mouth and your nose. Um, gentlemen, what are your thoughts about this? I, I love that kind of stuff. I, 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 I've been actually looking to like buy like, you know, like a more like modern mask than that, like that weird thing that you keep in your pocket for like seven, seven months and then wash like maybe once. Uh, <laughs> it would it would be it would be nice to but like you see that a lot in like the in the in the Asian spheres like where you see like a lot of those like high tech masks but yep. here it's not that common to see that and I would I would definitely get it because everywhere I still go here here in, in Montreal or at work it's still an obligation to to wear a mask and to have something that is maybe a bit more comfortable and like filters the air maybe or like I mean I don't know how much of it is hype and how much of it is actually real and you know something that works but uh i would welcome something like that that is at least more comfortable and does a better job at, at filtering filtering air than, than than the things we're using right now i, I would mean, welcome that I, I have a dig through that article see if you can grab the video there's a video um of it and uh, sorry i didn't break the the link out for you there but um the thing that, that concerns me is uh anytime i've gotten to like a pair of headphones or any kind of like audio gear um, if I had something additional attached to that, like I remember being a teenager and having these like rear band headphones and liking them for a bit, but it's like it, to have something permanently fused, there's no way to disconnect the two. So if you end up liking these cans, then, you know, you got, you got to wear the mask part no matter where you use them. Uh, so that seems a bit odd. To that's me. weird. Yeah, that's very weird. Yeah. Like, um, but the other thing is what I don't understand is they're using the ear cup part. Uh, where normally the drivers, right, you'd either have uh, various kind of types of drivers in, in your headphones to, to generate the sound. They've got this kind of fan system and an air filtration thing happening around your ears. So I'm really curious, like, how they've got the whole thing engineered um, from an audio isolation, well, I, right? Like, are you hearing it, a, a whirring sound? Is it, are you going to feel the vibration nice. through like, the headset? Like, when you end up with, like, a hot ear, you can just go, like... <laughs> just cools your ears while you're sucking in here yeah. it's, a, it's an it crowd uh, reference if people if people saw it if you got a hot ear i i hope i hope they also make a kids version of this from like henry the vacuum cleaner <laughs> you know so the kids also have one a red one with eyes yeah. and stuff hmm? but it's i'm, I'm uh, not gonna i'm not gonna deny that it's weird but i do love weird stuff so yeah yeah you I, are weird rowdy. i'm surprised it's okay the dyson <laughs> Uh, would go for something so um, non-vacuum cleaner like. <laughs> well, they're basically vacuum. They've, they've wrapped a self and circled vacuum cleaner around your face, so it cleans the air before it goes in your lungs. So but the the weird part is, I already created like this this Dyson metaphors. You know, they had like this place where you could buy vacuum cleaners in VR and test them out and stuff with physics. Okay. Yeah. So maybe this I don't know. This is like the next step. 
Who knows? I don't know. It's very odd. Do you, do you see weird. these like in Europe generally, Nathan? Do you do you see these uh, you know wandering the streets? Something like no. as like, like what Rowdy described. You know, we've seen. Um, I'm trying to remember uh, his name, Shen. Uh, for, you know, used to wear the LG HEPA filter. The system, LG one, yeah, which, which is awesome, really sleek looking. It looks good. Yeah. And I actually like you, Rowdy. I was kind of like looking to upgrade my kit, and I was like, hey, maybe I'll buy this thing. And then I saw the price tag, and I was like, I think I'm going to keep using the one that I'm using now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like you've been looking into that stuff, is there? There's some crazy ones, right? There's like one from Razer, I think, as well that lights yeah. up and. Yeah, yeah. I, I would love to buy one of those, but like I said, like most of them, even though like the price tags, like they're high, but it's not so easy to to get them if you're not living in, because I mean they still ship from an Asian country then, uh, but there's not like you can't go on Amazon, for example, and say, oh, you know, I want to I want to buy one of these masks because you can't find them there. No, exactly, and I found that as well. Is there one you've got your heart set on that you really want, or not yet? I haven't found the right one. Me? Yeah. I really like the LG one. I thought that was a, not the one with the speakers, though. Like, just the regular one. I, I, I like that one. There's not one with speakers, right? Or is there, there is one. No, there is one with speak with like where your voice is like it's like this Darth Vader kind of thing where you, your voice oh, gets yeah. like portrayed uh, out oh. to the outside so you don't sound like so muffled. But like, yeah, I mean. I don't I think, really care about that. I think Will I Am also made one, but I, I don't know if it ever came out. But it also looked like really nice. I think you're right. I don't know why I thought that was just like him putting out a meme or something, but I think you're right. I think it's actually something you could. Purchase. Yeah, that was before. It was April Fools. Yeah. So I'm curious, <laughs> chat, uh, if any of you have, um, have 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 got something, and I think I skipped them over a little bit. So maybe we should take a, a jot back and, and look at that. So Nathan, I'll, I'll run another one, and then you you can tell me this. I wanted to. We're, we're, we're talking April Fools at the minute, so I'll come back to your chat in just a minute. But if you if you have one of these uh, systems, please you know, tell us if, if they're any good or bad or whatever. Uh, any 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 horror stories that you want to share? Um, so the next thing I have on the April Fools list, which I thought was an absolute uh, response to Bo Burnham's you know Welcome to the Internet, uh, is Skylar Higley's Welcome to the Metaverse. And so in this video, it goes it, it, it goes it goes up and down and sideways. Uh, it's a real little masterpiece um i think uh there wasn't much that i saw like terribly creative around april fools we'll see a bunch of different things but this one out of all of them from kind of individual creators was definitely my number one uh it's an absolute fun little run so if you haven't caught up with it uh, go look for skylar higley on on twitter um that's welcome to the metaverse thanks rowdy for uh for running that you can see it very well composited video this one could absolutely go viral if it hasn't already um you know, but it, it, it deserves it, I would say. It's great. It talks about the metaverse and how, how kind of rubbish the metaverse is. And that's all what we were hoping to hear this April Fool's. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, next up, uh, quite a serious affair. We've got, uh, again, I say a serious affair. Sometimes companies really, you know, go mad with their production value. And this is what Razer has done. So Razer has introduced to the world the Hypersense suit. Now, while this is uh, obviously a joke, um, with over a million tactile feedback points, it reminded me of my uh, once upon a time, top of my wish list, Azana Band, uh, where you could feel, you know, it was like a choker, a metal choker that you'd put around your neck and you'd feel pain or pleasure or whatever. This one's a little bit like that. So in this, uh, in this video, Razer shows off the Hypersense suit. Uh, a gentleman straps in, he's got a full body and every inch of his body is covered in these little tactile transducers that are giving him feel more than a million in fact um and in, in one part of the video uh he gets knocked a couple of teeth out so 
you know, they're, they're trying to show you that it's it, it's giving you the real full presence. <laughs> I suppose like Wade Watts got, you know, when he was trying to get axed by uh, the big corporation after him. So I don't know. We're going to get there, lads, right? We're going to get there. Like this is where we're going. Uh, and my question to you is, um, you know, when it's available, will you be buying one? <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, you know, what's like what what I think if I look at this video, because uh, Razer is all about RGB lights and stuff. Uh, this suit lights up and it's green. I don't know yeah. why B Haptics and all these other companies don't use more lights because they are kind of attractive to buy, you know, add some lights to something and it looks futuristic. So even if there would be a suit right now that isn't like that uh, and is kind of, you know, basic, if it has some lights, I'll buy it. You know, what's so funny. In my, in my intro, do you remember I said about the self-illuminating jacket? You just walked right into that one. Oh, man. I'm Hi, sorry. I got pranked by the Zoom. I'm sorry, Nathan's brother. You're about to get sold when this new tech hits the market. But I agree with you. I mean, LED lights, which is generally what drives this technology, it's low power, right? So you're not going to like lose yeah, yeah. massive battery life, and you can make the thing look proper bling. So I have to agree. I'm surprised we haven't uh, seen that already. Maybe you just made a whole new market there, Nathan, by mentioning that. <laughs> I mean, I think it kind of depends on like, you know, how real it gets, right? You know, you don't want actually your teeth knocked out or being stabbed by a sword and feel the experience of that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think some some minor feedback and like, you know, trying to push immersion further in that way is probably a welcome addition. Uh, and I don't think that's that far off. Uh, I, I don't think that will... We'll have to wait for that. I mean, it will be expensive at first. Like, it will be very expensive. But I do think that we are, especially like considering the advancements that we've made recently in the tactile field, especially Facebook again, uh, I don't think that these kind of things are so far off. Of course, a, f a, full, a full suit is maybe a little bit too much. I also don't really see that. Um, at least at the, at the moment as being like a, a next step. But uh, in the future, you know, it's... Who knows what will happen? <laughs> <laughs> I have some more answers to that, actually, as we go on. Let's move to the next one, right? So um, our, our current offering for, for most people who are in VR, you know, your, your avatar, your caricature, whatever you want to call it, you're kind of half, half a body, right? Half a body. So who's looking after the other half? Well, our friends at uh, Legverse uh, are, have invented the first metaverse for your legs. So uh, uh, one, of, one, of, one of our infamous members... Of, uh, of of the VR um, community, Tony Scared Ghost um, has posted this uh, wonderful video showing off uh, this new metaverse, but just for your legs. <laughs> so this is this is this is great. I love the mock-up image uh, that was shown off. It's kind of fat, trendy legs, like something out of I don't know Up or one of those you know Pixar films. Um, and this kind of concept of well, if there's a metaverse for your upper half, there should be a metaverse for your lower half. And then of course that sent me. All other ways, you know, this metaverse must be a seedy place, I think. But anyway, um, scary kind of place to go. He even goes so far in the video to have an interview with, with, with somebody's legs below a, below a table. Uh, so if you haven't checked that out, go check out uh, Tony's Legverse. Appreciate that. That was, that was kind, of, kind of a fun one. Um, where are our legs, lads? Where are our legs? Do you think that's coming this year? Like in the next uh, head, headset revision? Do you think we're actually going to get legs finally? Uh, I hope so. Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I still don't think it's maybe the next... I, I think the next thing will be face. That will be the, the next logical step, face and eyes. Um, yeah. 
I, I think that will be the next one. And then maybe two two iterations further, we might see full body. Yeah. yeah. And probably a real face, right? Like, I think a lot of people would like the option to say, especially because, like, what iPhone's done, you know? They're like, oh, give me my emoji. I hate to say that word, mm. but, right? Give me my VR equivalent of an emoji <laughs> so I can talk to somebody and they know who I am. I've actually had that. It was really funny. My uh, my dad, when we were golfing, he made himself accidentally look like our neighbor, our next door neighbor. And so I was, uh, I was, I was joking with my mom there after a couple of golfing sessions because you know, editing your avatar like is easy for us, pretty easy, right? You know, click, click, bang, bang, bang. But, but for that generation, not everyone there is a, is tech savvy. So it took a good week, month and a half before he was able to modify to look look himself. So I, I, I welcome that tech when it comes. Um, next up, Anna from Pixel Ripped uh, posted what was, must have been, uh, you know, uh, took some doing to do this kind of cosplay setup for 10,022 BC. Uh, apparently the next iteration of Pixel Ripped, which has already had two games out, uh, the third game, quote unquote, coming soon, uh, with a motto of, to save the future of gaming, now you have to go back, way back, to 10,000 BC. And there's this lovely picture on a beach or something taken with, uh, what must be like a Neanderthal in a sparkly green dress, uh, which is which is just fantastic. I mean, <laughs> I'm curious to see where the next Pixel Rip goes. I've really enjoyed uh, those games, uh, but we'll see which direction it goes. I think they're going to be going forward rather than back. So good, good little tongue-in-cheek joke joke there from uh, from the devs at of War Games. Uh, next up, and again, this is another one where uh, we blended the lines between reality and and just complete fake. Uh, was a triangle for Unplugged. This game launched last year, uh, which only involved your fingers. And um, this is essentially a, a modifier for what was a kind of a 1980s rock ballad, uh, you know, air guitar game. And instead they decided to bring in an air triangle. So you have one little ding that you make with your, with your finger and that's it. And it's got this little track and this is going to be live for a whole week. Uh, so it's live now. Uh, so this is the oh. 2nd of April. Go jump in and ding away. <laughs> I love it when devs do this. I mean, I saw um, the Among Us devs brought in horse play, literally for a day uh, in Among Us, right? Having all the avatars be horses. And then the Among Us devs for the VR side, they're like, oh, we're, we're going to have to do that too. Um, and and now we've got triangles in Unplugged. Wow. So you guys like the Unplugged, I remember. So uh, are you keen to kind of maybe go back in? Maybe that'll be your highlight for next week, next time around. <laughs> well, I'll think about it. <laughs> well, talk, talk about like devs putting funny stuff into games. You know what Rec Room did? They added a nose to their oh, yeah, characters. I saw that. I saw that. Yes, yes. So you could go in, you could get a free like disguise glasses and nose or is yeah. it just the nose you got? No, no, it's like, yeah, it's like glass with a nose. It's like a cosmetic. And and they also uh, changed the whole website of Rec Room uh, to like this 1980-something uh, uh, mm. website. And it's like so hard to see what's going on on it because they put rainbows everywhere and it like goes <laughs> nuts. But uh, yeah, no, it's amazing when devs not only show something, but then also implement it into their game. Uh, I think it's just great, yeah. Well... It's fun to kind of take this journey through Rainbow Road that is uh, that is our April Fool's highlights. Uh, one of the other ones that I saw, which I like, because I'm a big Diablo fan. I think some of you know that was Diablo. They like they 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 totally bombed their own account, so much so that Twitter took the account offline <laughs> for a few hours, oh, thinking they've oh, been compromised. Damn. 
which was amazing. <laughs> they came back and again, it was like pink fluffy unicorns, um, you know, for a day or whatever. And I think they've uh, recovered since. But the thing I love about April Fool's Day when it comes to tech and the internet is that it's like this little slice that you only get a taste of if you pay attention for that day. So that's why we're putting this time capsule together for you uh, and little bits and pieces. So a few more. Um, uh, we've got VR Chazen or Vivian uh, Chazen from, um, uh, from again, uh, one of our, our, our infamous community members. Um, and I, I, I've got to show off this, which is the VR Metapurse. It's a Metapurse. It's essentially something you can hold your stuff in when you're not VRing. And I think any of us who owned an Oculus Go probably considered this at one point, uh, where you had the headset and you're like, hang on a second, this could carry stuff. And so <laughs> instead you just sling that around you, put your keys in there, and oh no, I've scratched my lenses. So that's the <laughs> that's the VR meta purse, in case you missed that. Next, in terms of the ensemble, uh, we're going to move on to Skinetic. Skinetic recently released, again, haptic gear. Uh, creators have been receiving this. And so now they decided to show off next in their line, uh, which is a pair of underwear VR accessories. It is the Pantynetic, the Pantynetic, uh, which is, I think we've talked about this before on F-Reality, but I'm telling you, if any if anyone out there goes for haptic undergarments, I'm in for it. I'm definitely in for it. This looks amazing. Uh, I'm, I'm sure men and ladies alike would get a thrill from Pantynetic. <laughs> the, the comments on it are, are brilliant as Go well. On. Tell me. <laughs> I saw one person saying, we, we also have the stringnetic. <laughs> oh, God. That sounds uncomfortable. Haptics uh, and a G-string? Please no. Uh, yeah, I guess so. And Skinetic apparently liked it because they said you're hired. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was fast. Yeah. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, okay. we got a couple more here. Um, I'll tell you what, I'm going to come back to chat after this because I realized I kept going, but hopefully, Nathan, you can pull on uh, some chat comments about what people were playing because I totally missed them in the, in the intro. I keep realizing that. Next up is Aspire VR. I absolutely love this one. I, I had totally forgotten about Aspire, which means this is a good marketing strategy to remind people of this kind of like espionage, almost James Bond style VR shooter. Uh, but now that they, they claimed on, on April Fool's that they were doing a demake. In fact, bringing the game down to Game Boy, including Night Vision Green, a Link Cable Challenge Mode. Now, before Oculus Link was around, do you guys remember Link Cable? I'm sure Nathan's too oh, young yeah. for this. But no, was, no, I do. You, a Link Cable to, to be able to play with someone else, you mean? Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. You're right. They had it in the later Game Boys, which is probably where you, you're aware. Because I think it's even before my time, yeah. the original Link that went Game Boy to Game Boy, gray brick to gray brick. But being able to play Espire... <laughs> In a 2D <laughs> setting, I think there are fans who would who would happily chew that down. In oh, fact, I've seen some other Game Boy games coming out. Yeah. Like, you know, in 2021, 2022, Game Boy games, brand new, coming out for people who, you know, download them to a cartridge and load it into a Game Boy or emulate. That's the other option. If you're, you know, sailing uh, Rowdy's Pirate Seas. <laughs> <laughs> Got to come up with an eye patch next time, Rowdy. All right. Next up. Uh, I'll say our very own Walkabout, who've sponsored the show uh, several times. Uh, we Walkabout Mini Golf, obviously Mini Golf game, uh, best out there by far. They've come out with, and you gentlemen might be able to help me being Europeans here, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pronounce this like an Irish would, Brogue Coin. Maybe it's Brogue Coin? Brogue Coin, which is an NFT-enabled cryptocurrency exclusively to be used for mini golf transactions. Okay, <laughs> and so any future DLC are only going to be purchasable using Brogue coin. 
Am I saying that right? Or do you guys think I've got it got it wrong? I, I couldn't identify. It, it could be pronounced Brugge. I don't I don't know what like what kind of language is supposed to be. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm not familiar with it. But uh, I know that an o, an o can often be a, a, a u as well in in the Brugge. more northern kind Brugge. of thing. Okay, come on. Because uh, I looked up, I tried to translate it and find out what it stood for. But uh, I don't know. In Irish, broke, B-R-O-G, uh, is shoe, like a sturdy shoe. Like your Dutch shoes, Nathan. Uh, those. Um, but I don't know. So this doesn't mean anything to either of you guys either, right? Not to me, at least. I, I don't know. I'm a simple man. I, I don't know this kind of stuff. <laughs> but if you're just listening in, basically they had this picture of this lovely like walkabout mini golf um, Monopoly man, I'll call him, and uh, on on the front of a giant gold, like dollar bill. Okay. Well, the funny part is someone could actually like do this for real. <laughs> yeah. Like, do this in a game. Where it's like, hey, everything you buy now in our game is this, and all the DLCs you have to buy them with that too. And the whole store is now that currency. So yeah. yeah. I'm glad we haven't seen that yet. I'm not convinced VR, that's not coming. Yeah. No, it's it is coming. Sadly, I don't yeah. know when, but it's gonna. <laughs> yeah, They're it's coming a- for us. One of those uh, dystopian futures, I think, that's still ahead of us. Uh, yeah. Next up, uh, four VR pool. So VRing in a body of water. So four VR, they had bowling, they had darts, and next, I don't know why we're all on threes this week, but next, <laughs> they're going for pool play in VR. Now, gentlemen, have either of you ever been in a water setting with a VR device? I know Mike has, but he hasn't. He isn't here. But I think he's the only one. Out of oh yeah, he did. He did an underwater VR thing, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Very good. I did actually. You might remember a cheeky photo of mine from one of the Oculus Connects not too long ago. And, I was and, in the hot tub uh, jacuzzi, yeah. with the uh, with with the with the uh, <laughs> Windlands devs, and we just had a, a quest. And I'll tell you, I've never gotten so much hate, <laughs> like so many people, because at that point, not many people had quests, and I was like dangling this quest over, you know, a hot tub. And they're like, what are you doing? It wasn't mine, thankfully. But uh, yeah, I've been there. Been there, done that. So, um, but, but, but VRing underwater, to me, I don't know. I don't know if I trust that. You know, you can get a little disoriented. Um, so it'd be, it'd be a couple of years. It's kind of, do you remember that photo that Volvo released with the woman driving the car with the VR headset on? I just, that's not something I'm willing to do anytime soon, you know, because uh, oh, you lost your guardian, you know, and then you're off the road, so. A little bit of a difficult one. Okay, next up, what do we got? Uh, Star liquor. This one looks um, quite interesting. You're 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 essentially you've got a space tug. This is very low budget, although they're claiming AAA, so I don't know what that where they're putting that money, but it's clearly not into the development <laughs> of the game. Um, but this is Star liquor, where you get to yeah, use your space tug to lick stars. And if I can tell you anything about having played uh, their, their their recent game, which was like a <laughs> A 3D, I'm trying to remember um, the name of it now, but uh, it was a 3D snake game, essentially. And uh, we featured this before on the podcast, but I'm sure that tech uh, could go into into the tongue on this one, you know? But I certainly have not played a game where I'm using my tongue for any great effect. I know in in, um, that Falcon game by Ubisoft, you had the the, the bird nose, but have you guys played anything with like a successful tongue in VR? (laughs) No comment. No comment. No comment. <laughs> I mean, Vive uh, released a face uh, tracker just for this. I think this oh, was God. the launch title for that product. I think you're right. I remember looking at I think Fruxius's tongue um, in that social app, which I can never remember the name of. 
Uh, Exos? No, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, Neos. 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 Thank you. Yeah, Neos. Yeah. Very good. All right. Brilliant. I love well, this one. I love this. You know, it, it's it's obvious that we only deal with like well-humored uh, podcast sponsors because next up it is Demio, right? So Demio, Rowdy's going to love this one because he's 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 been a victim in the past, I would say. A victim of, of before the Bard, there was the wizard. Multiple times. Multiple times. And um, Rowdy has had to be the wizard, right? And the wizard, I think, is well known for being the... Uh, uh, the weakest of the bunch, let's say, in the classes that you can play in Demio. If you don't know Demio, it's like a uh, tabletop Dungeons & Dragons style dungeon crawler game. You play with other friends. Absolutely brilliant. Go try it. Uh, but in this in this update, they were mentioning uh, the Demio Death Punch Sorcerer, where the true power <laughs> in hand-to-hand combat really comes. They're going to reduce the damage that he does from two down to one, and they're going to make sure that he does a lot of damage every time. So cool. Much strong. Love these kind of posts. These are fantastic. But Wait, yeah. you just said Demio. Demio. Yeah, Demio. Yeah, okay, but like this is, is that also a part of the troll that it's called Demio now? Did I mispronounce it? Yeah, you actually said that, but I, I was like, not sure if you were just... <laughs> I might have just been trolling. Uh, like uh, trolling or... <laughs> I know, it's okay, funny yeah, because yeah. They, they had that video with Sewell, her, uh, their, their social media person. Uh, and, and she was like, this is how you pronounce the name to our game. She's so sweet. Like, she's the sweetest of the community managers out there. Um, but but she's like, get it feckin' right. <laughs> You're all pronouncing it wrong. Get it right. And it's funny. So thank you for correcting me there, Nathan. Demio, uh, which is a fantastic game. Uh, next up. This is the worst of them. Brace yourselves. Transformers. Okay? We mentioned this last week. Nathan, you, 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 you took the lid off the can on this one. Transformers delayed, right? Um, but worse than that, it appears to be a transformation uh, um, of an arcade shooter. And what they actually said in their tweet, uh, what, let me bring that up, was, was just shocking. Um, they said, <clears throat> remember myself, Transformers Beyond Reality is bringing the arcade to your VR. And the first rule of arcade shooters, shoot everything. I think if you launched this in 2017, there would be someone out crucified hanging from a cross. I, I really do, because at one stage, we had our fill of VR shooters, wave shooters, and that was it. Like, we were done. And it's actually been pretty quiet in that. There have been a few launched, but not too many. This is like a VR rail shooter Oh my God, are they serious? Like, is this what they're really going to do with the IP or is this a joke? So this is not an April, April Fool's joke. I think like, it's this, not. This is actually real. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't understand. How do, you get, how do you get an IP like that and end up with a uh, on-rails shooter? Money! Well, well if, if you think you can bring a, a game that is at location-based uh, places and then bring it to homes and just use the same concept, just copy-paste it and then say, like, go play it, that's not how it works. I mean, I'm sure this would be really fun if you would be at an arcade and you would be playing this with friends for, like, 10 minutes, um, but not at home. It's like bringing the Far Cry VR experience from Ubisoft to your home. Be like, okay, you're going to just shoot pirates for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. It's also not fun, even that it's Far Cry. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, but doesn't this feel uh, a little bit like they're, uh, the dev studio and, and the publishers are kind of like taking an active grenade, pulling the pin, 
and then jumping on it. Like, why would you why would you push it even more? Why would you advertise more? I don't know, understand. Maybe they're just trying to set expectations. But like, if it was me in that seat, I would launch it on the store. Absolutely no social media presence. I wouldn't mention it. I'd just get it out and then just move well, on. Yeah, I, I think so. But I, I don't think they realize that this is like a complete flop that they're about to launch. I think that's and no one told them yet because no one has really seen the game. But on the other side, they haven't really given us much video besides this. So they have mm. been kind of keeping it quiet so far. Yeah, but yeah, fair enough. I, I, I don't think this is going to go well. I don't think so. And it's sad because isn't this the first time we're getting something Transformers in VR? But I know. Yeah. yeah. But that also proves that the IP is just cheap and everyone can just get it because otherwise someone at this level wouldn't be able to completely screw this 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 or, beautiful franchise around. Or, or something might have happened. You know, like we did have it over the last two years where, where dev teams took a real hit. You know, they lost people or something. So it might, it might be one of those circumstantial things where it just didn't go well. I just, just, I just don't. Like with, you know, Gollum. I mean, Gollum wasn't bad when it finally oh, lost. Wow. It wasn't bad, but it was no. still bug ridden. It was it's super still... late, right? It was like five, six years late. Um, so anyway. Uh, but still, we'll this is like this is like an IP. And I still, when I, when I see this, I like the thing that I think is at, you know, it's an ad for something else, you know. A new Transformers movie. Yeah. Yeah, but even if it's an ad, we haven't announced yet. Maybe we've had we've had very good VR ads. We've also had very bad VR ads. So, um, you know, honestly, the curse of the uh, movie made into a game, uh, the you know the movie or comic book or whatever series sequel, famous IP made into a VR game, I, I, we haven't broken free of it. You know, that's going to still live with mm. us. We're like, I mean, Tarzan. You know, yeah, but they they they, they kind of they kind of stopped doing the like the movie uh, promotions. Like the the yeah. moment it actually got good in a way, they stopped doing it. You had like yeah. Disney's Coco. You had uh, yeah, yeah, Blade. Exactly. Blade. You had Blade, Blade. Runner as well. Runner was uh, those were free, by the way. You didn't have to pay for them. Um, I personally like the Spider-Man uh, one. I know a lot of people thought it was like, wait, wait hang on. This which one? It? The last one or the first one? The one where oh. you could rope swing. Um, yeah. Okay, that's the last one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was that, was that was yeah. getting into the right direction. No, exactly. I agree. But uh, and Nicolas Cage, of course. No, God, no. <laughs> Why would you do that to me? And Jumanji VR, uh, right? Oh, uh, God, yeah. There's some really bad ones. So if if, if you're uh, really interested in hurting yourself, then uh, this is the, <laughs> this is the avenue to go. That stuff is painful, man. Yeah. Oh, that Nick Cage one was was bad. Um, that was okay. Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. been amazing. Unfortunately, I think there's been more bad than good. So let's hope oh, that we yeah, can get studios sure. that'll get enough True. money have enough know-how and to swing it across, right? Fantastic so. uh, Beast was actually quite good. 360 on go. Oh yeah, that was pretty inter- inter- Interactive right, as well. Right. Fantastic Beasts, yeah. I-, I love that Go had like this funny tale where like devs clearly got caught out by the fact that they were shutting down support for the Go. And they're like, we gotta still release stuff. You know, <laughs> if you're one of those devs, <laughs> I feel for you. Because I actually love the Go when it was there. But Quest came out like not very long after and definitely stole the show. So with that, let's go on to our penultimate April Fool's Day titular um, item here, which again, half April Fool's joke, half reality, where Wendy's, this Wendy's, um, I don't know if you can see that on camera, that probably may or may not work. Uh, Wendy's basically went out and said, ready player bun, bun is in burger bun. Uh, And that was landed on March 30th. And then we got the announcement shortly thereafter on Oculus's blog, uh, we're saying that we could satisfy our Wendy's craving in VR. And most of us, I think, saw this in our Twitter feeds and thought, 
what the hell? Some of you might even be thinking, what the feck is Wendy's? I don't know what Wendy's is. <laughs> yeah, that's also... Uh, most Europeans yeah. wouldn't have a clue. I can tell you. And this is why I did some, uh, you know, for science, did some, uh, did some hunting. Now, one of the things you don't need to know about Wendy's is it's a burger joint, just like McDonald's or whatever. But I don't think it ever made it to Europe. Like McDonald's and Burger King are both in Europe. Yeah. Wendy's, as far as I know... Maybe there's like one in the UK or something, but... Oh, in the UK, I don't know, but definitely not like in like Belgium or the Netherlands or any of those no. uh, places. Not even Germany. Yet. But the best part about Wendy's is the Frosty. So um decided I'd get myself a fresh Frosty there for the podcast today, lads. That's what I'm <laughs> wow. going to chew down on. What it is, it's like um, like if you were to mix, I'd say like a very light vanilla with, uh, with, with chocolate and make it kind of like a, a shake. Basically a chocolate shake. Uh, but if you ever are in the States, next time you're here, right, we always hit those burger joints where we're like Oculus Connect and stuff like that. Go to a Wendy's, get a Frosty. You'll thank me later. So uh, what is this all about? So starting today, right, April 2nd, a virtual Wendy's restaurant, complete with an inflatable guy, <laughs> an inflatable fry guy who you can make dance. I don't know what that's about. Uh, and Easter eggs where you can unlock some free food I'm sure that's locked to the United States, um, is launching in Horizon. So I went in yesterday trying to get into Horizon. It tried to load for two minutes and then I abandoned. I tried again today, went in, followed their instructions, followed, couldn't find it. Questies is still there. So if you missed that with their crazy Super Bowl ad, you can go check out Questies. Uh, of course, only if you're in North America. So sorry, sorry, lads. I mean, Rowdy gets a chance, but um, Nathie's still got to wait, I guess. Um, but there's a few things in here, right? You can unlock, potentially, a Frosty. I guess that means you're going to be able to win one, which is great. So I'm going to go explore this and see if you can. Uh, and then there's, um, there's, there's a, a plaza where you can celebrate with a jersey cannon. Jersey <clears> cannons <throat> are a fun, I, I like to think of them as an American thing, like baseball games, you know, pops out a t-shirt or whatever. And, uh, and a VR Baconator, where you can throw a half-court shot at the Buck Biscuit Dome. Bit of basketball in there. I just don't know. I mean, this was this was a fusion of creators working with Wendy's, working with Oculus slash Meta slash Facebook to come up with their next place to go. The funny thing here is, right, I told you guys before, when I first went into Horizon uh, Worlds for the first time, I went to a comedy club. There were a bunch of people just hanging out, chatting or whatever. I actually think this is going to work. I think this is actually going to work. It's going to get people to be like, oh, I want to go hang out again. And they're going to bump into somebody and they're going to talk to somebody and they're going to be like, oh yeah, this feels a little bit like maybe, you know, a place they want to hang out. Won't have staying power. I really, I really doubt that. <laughs> but all you need to do is say free stuff and people come flocking. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. like, you know, game conventions, you go to a game convention, there's always that one booth at the end of the day that's giving away free things. And then it just gets this like mass of people surrounding it. They're giving away t-shirts or candy or whatever. Um, so I don't think it's completely off piste for them to be doing this because they're taking mm. a big IP, they're attracting people in to an otherwise empty, arid desert, right? <laughs> so like, and, and also it's bringing creators in. So they're actually getting to kind of partner with brands and that might be good for someone's resume. So I don't know. What do you guys did, think about this? This whole like, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I agree with all of that that you just said. The only thing is that I wish it was something else than Wendy's just because, you know, Wendy's is still a food place. You know, you can't eat foods in that, in that specific place so i i don't know I, I would like to see like maybe then you know some sports event or like something where there's a little bit more to do than only talking to each other uh, or like you know I, I don't know like board games or like something 
a little bit more to break the ice, to break that conversation. Like in. more substantive, kind of like what we used to have in, um, what was that version of Oculus Home? You and Mike used to play it, Nathie. I can't remember the name of it. Facebook yeah. Spaces? Yeah. Like you could play Othello or you could, you know, something mm. where you you could easily spend oh, the, yeah. minutes, the thing is, right? in the real world, I'm not going to go to Wendy's in order to meet new people. You know, <laughs> like that's not what people do. You go to a club <laughs> or you go to a bar, you go to an event or something like that. So I kind of want it weird that it's like, why is it Wendy's? Couldn't, couldn't they find anything else where you could, you know, do something that has relation to that specific brand? I, I, Unless I think they make it like... Museum. If it's like a Wendy's museum about like you know what happened before and like how they got there, isn't that? But I don't. I don't think that's gonna be gonna be the thing. And that's, I think. I think yeah. the problem is is that that the the horizon uh, on its own doesn't necessarily have like a famous like lineup of game modes that they could use. Like let's say you would put Wendy's in Rec Room, then you could do something with like paintball, you know, and uh, yeah, do exactly. That, like, well, like get a Wendy's more. jersey or you know get the yeah. guns. Like I love the skins in that game. I, they're or really the quest. Cool. You have like you have quests in Rec Room where you have to do a quest where you have to go on mm. an adventure for like like ten minutes and then get like an item at the end. Something like that. But that that's Horizon is so new yeah. that it, there's not much that you can combine the brands with. But on the other side, you like they have the brands. Like Rec mm. Room didn't have like they did the nose thing. It's kind of funny, but they didn't have like like imagine Wendy's partnering up with Rec Room. Would have been huge. Would have been like a crazy thing. So yeah, I, I I just wonder if this if this uh, gives people the right perception of what VR is or the metaphors, or if this is like on one side for the people who already own VR, it makes sense this whole like uh, uh, joke. But if you look at the other uh, side, what 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 do you need to think about like when you see this and you do not own a headset but you are interested in VR? That's what I yeah, and, and that's the know? problem that I have with this again. It's like it's again like we, we've gone past the point of like the immersion is enough for me that's not enough for me to to pick up my headset and say oh you know i'm gonna go to wendy's just to see how wendy's looks like in vr no i'm i, I don't i don't give a crap about that you know like I, I want something else something substantial that is there being like and it, like it doesn't even have to be the gaming thing but maybe something that is a little bit more aimed at like at, at, at a different audience or like a museum or like some kind of I don't know, like a, like a show or like whatever it is that is being be, being done there, but something that that makes it worthwhile checking it out related to the Wendy's brand, uh, mm. that that is fun to do. That yeah. that drives people there. I, I think I think overall this was a fun thing, but then again, like for people like me or people who bought like a, a Quest or got got a Rift or. It's also like American focus. There's like even the the, the events now, the the seasonal seasonal stuff. Everything is American. We can we cannot even like it's. I think it's a great like joke, an April Fool's thing. But I cannot even participate in it anymore. <laughs> I cannot participate in anything anymore. Around Christmas, could not participate in anything they did. So it's all yep. like, you know, they they gave up. They just gave up. They're like, okay, Horizon, we're just going to now go with the audience we have. But they go so full on it that you just <laughs> so feel Horizon like you're not a part York. of the community. Yeah. No, you feel like you're not a part of the community anymore. Yeah. I, I, I have to I, agree you, with you, Nathie, there, because, I mean, I, I know what that's like, right? I mean, 17 years over, only recently come over to North America and had the doors yeah, open yeah. for me, so to speak. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But I, I really do think that we had a team at Oculus facebook and then we're kind of into now the meta era right mm. but for those first two their their offers their sweepstakes whatever you want to call them their events were more global right for a time they were more global but now i feel like they've got a team that's that's kind of 
got its engine running. And you're right, they seem to be very North America but focused. That, but but, but is, this, is this because of the policies that Meta has, or is that because of the strict regulations? Yeah, no, that it, it is. Has? It is. No, it, like Europe. Oh. Europe has strict uh, stuff. I mean, that's the thing. That's why I can't be out here yet because there's so much going on. Well, it's, it's probably data both. Protection. It's probably both because, uh, like, the, indeed, like you have data regulation and Meta doesn't want to abide by that because they probably make money from that. And Europe say, well, then you know, it's too bad. But the same rules applies for everyone. So but it's, it's just I weird. Think it's a I mean, conversation. No, don't yeah, don't but, be too but, upset yet. You're not missing out a huge amount. You know, oh, that's I what I keep. That's what I keep is, hearing. That's what I keep hearing. They're definitely but, yeah. in like their, um, uh, what would I call it? I, I think they'll like the, the incubation chamber right now. I think you're right, mm. right? On the left side, yeah, we have like yeah. left and right sides to this, right? You got Rec Room, really mature, technically capable stack, doesn't have the IP. And then you have this like new nascent hardware software stack that they're really yeah. trying hard. They've got the brands and they've even got the footfall. Uh, but not sticking. Everything they're throwing on the wall kind of slides <laughs> yeah. off pretty quick, right? So once those two halves finally come together, I think we're going to be in for it, you know? So it could take another couple of years, though, uh, by my gander. Well, well, we'll see. So that was April Fool's. Uh, if you thought we missed anything, please drop it into chat or whatever. And while we talk about chat, let's rewind a little bit. Sorry, apologies, chat, you know? New to this frame thing. Uh <laughs> What did chat play over the last week? If <laughs> you can scroll all the way back, I don't know, or or maybe you caught anything, or did you catch anything? Around? Either guys, throw, I, I, throw I think I think I think Mike would have panicked by now if if uh, this happened. So <laughs> let's let's go to the chat because I still have some uh, saved up here. Um, so German Rifter played uh, uh, in real life hospital simulator this week. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, but he did get uh, some time into Mossbook Two uh, as well. So yeah, that that sounds like an interesting uh, game for sure. Um, I want to know have, how those uh, I want to know how those two go together because it's like if you're if you're going to the hospital, the last thing you're going to pack is all of that PlayStation tech. <laughs> yeah. You must have done that at home, anyway. Yeah, next one. Yeah, true. Um, then we have How High has been playing uh, Fox Machine. We have Sean the Tube Man who has been uh, diving into a lot of Zenith. Uh, then we have Nick, uh, who uh, uh, checked out Enderol VR. And last but not least, Park Marshmallow has been playing Atari's ET VR. Atari's ET VR? Yeah, he, 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 he found a shuffle. He dicked all the like cartridges up again. He hooked it up to an emulator and voila, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it worked Easy. in VR. Jesus. I'm sure he also called PD uh, along the way because I'm sure he had a solution <laughs> to to bring it to VR. TVR. Jeez, so there you go. reviewed it already, PD. Well, thank you. And uh, you had to like the goal in that game is to find uh, ET's home phone, his Skype phone home. <laughs> Skype phone home. Nice. <laughs> Which you can phone from anywhere. This podcast brought to you by Skype. No, that's not. Not this time. Uh, <laughs> maybe in the future. All right. Very good. Well, let's get on to our second thing. Okay. So I was, I was teasing in the uh, in, in the intro just about um, updates coming to content creators. So as TechRadar and, and other publications spotted, um, Meta plans to change what's available finally uh, in terms of video features for budding creators. Many years now, got to be at least three. Um, you know, creators have been asking for a few things uh, in relation to the video tools. Um, you know, in terms of being able to save the device. Do you remember when we used to have the ability to 
run like a 320p video on Facebook, uh, you know, directly from the from the go and then the quest after that. Mm. You know, so it definitely has had to mature, but it has matured very slowly, I would say. Um, we, I'm glad we got the ability to record on headset. And in this new upcoming update, which is due to land in May, but might come as early as April, um, you're going to be able to uh, flick a switch and record in a 16 by 9 ratio uh, on the headset. Now, whether or not that's going to be just a crop of what we've currently got, or if that's going to be some kind of I'll call it mushed uh, render between the left and right eyes so you don't lose a lot of vertical height. We're yet to see. But at the moment, if you're recording on Quest, um, you actually have almost a one-by-one one square uh, that you record. Uh, you'll have seen these videos, I'm sure, on the web or whatever as people record and just throw it up to YouTube. And at the moment, we don't have the ability, for example, like you would on a PlayStation, to like directly broadcast to Twitch to you know upload a video straight from the headset to YouTube. So I'm really hoping that those features are in the pipeline. I think it will help to promote not only the AAA titles, but it really mm. uplifts you know the indie scene as well. Contents, I mean, yeah, yeah. So that's about it in terms of the detail that I know. But gentlemen, I want to ask you, um, you know, do you think uh, you know what a what do you want, and b what do you think is coming in, in May? Well. Uh... This topic is partly about me because I unchained this whole thing. So now I know exactly what we want. Um, yeah, so for some context, I like have, have been like struggling to record VR since the get-go. When I had a DK1, I had like two eyes and I had to use a 3D converter to bring them together to make a video. Uh, and then, yeah, you had like the go and you had to connect it to your computer with some cables or it's like cables everywhere. Well, it was like the first like standalone headset. So it was still like wired up. So when you were spinning around, you had to buy a six meter cable to be able to still play. <laughs> and then the riff was pretty good and the vibe was pretty good too. PlayStation, I mean, you needed a capture card or you could use the onboard thing. Um, but then the Quest came around and the Quest has all the computer power built inside. And the priority of this headset is to run the game, not to record. That's a second, right? Um, so that made it very tricky to record, right? Um, and because of that, as Zimmel already mentioned, it makes look uh, VR very like bad in a way. It makes it look laggy. Like people think that VR has like a performance issue. Um, they can barely see sometimes what the action is because it gets cropped out. Like I keep hearing people say that 60 by nine on Quest is a thing. It's not, it's basically the one by one, but then cropped. It's not 16 by nine, 16 by nine. Look it up on, on the internet, Google what that means. 16 by nine is like HD on TV. You know, that's kind of what, what, what 16 by nine and nine is in a way. Um, you can kind of like like use side quests to uh, up the frame rate, to change the bit rate a little bit, but that you know increases the chance of your recording crashing, your headset breaking, uh, whatever. That's why nowadays when I record, every 10 minutes I play a game, I stop the recording and start over because otherwise you lose it and you have to start the whole thing. That's and that breaks the immersion because sometimes I, I sometimes find myself having so much fun in a game that I forget about it, oh, yeah. and then and then and then it's gone again. So uh, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna tweet this out, and I'm just gonna say like, I just hope that PlayStation VR 2 is gonna have better recording tools because they must understand us gamers what we want, and they must understand of everyone out there in the VR scene that marketing is everything. But I I, I tagged Meta in it by saying, 
uh, I hope they're better than your tools right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that that sparked the whole thing. And then suddenly we're like, oh yeah, maybe because PSVR is coming, maybe we should really look into it. And then this whole convo started. All the YouTubers joined, saying what they wanted. You know, a full 16 by nine, higher frame rates, a smooth camera, um, things like that. If that's gonna happen or not, I don't really know because yep. I am not involved behind the scenes. They made something apparently. Yep. But I, I haven't tested it, so I don't know if it's any good or not. Let's just hope Wait for the best. See. Yeah, I'll tell you one, one feature that uh, I would like, they probably haven't considered, but um, one of the things that I find is when I'm recording with somebody, like say, for example, I want to record with uh, you know, my dad, who's aging. And you're like, you're thinking to yourself, I'd love to have this as like a family video to some extent, me and him playing VR. But then at the end of the session, you forget to stop it. Or you press the power button or whatever, yeah, yeah, and yeah, you lose yeah. it all. And then it's gone. Yeah, right? you also lose it. So yeah. um, some kind of auto-save feature would be would yeah. be really good. Um, but again, I'm just throwing these things out there so that if once they've got people, oftentimes once you've ripped the book open, particularly with code stacks and software, once you're working on it, it's like easier now to you know make little changes. Just tell me what you want. Um, and that's why I'd like to kind of throw that out there. Yeah. I, I, but I mean, they, 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 they know what they need to do. I mean, we told them for many years what they got to do. It's just that uh, uh, like the uh, mistake that a lot of content creators make is that if you are not vocal about things publicly, then things aren't changing that fast. And if there is a fair way to do it and you give feedback while doing so, then you get this. Then you uh, get articles that mention it. Because what I did, they said, we're working on it. Two months later... Didn't hear anything back. I was like, okay, uh, like two months from the moment I have been asking them, I'm going to mention them again and be like, okay, but when? Like now I want to hear a date. And then they gave a date and now suddenly everyone's like, yeah, April. So now you make it happen or not, but there is some more pressure on it, you know? Um, so yeah, hopefully it's going to change. I, I know a lot of people do not care about this because it's not the thing they are. But you need to know that for a lot of people like me and Mike and the, the, the people you watch or listen to, these are your tools. And if the tools don't work, like it, this will save up a lot of time and frustration, you know. Might also invite a lot of YouTubers that you now don't see play with VR or, or streamers like on Twitch or they will maybe uh, use the Quest. Because outside of the VR scene, the Quest isn't getting picked up that much yeah. because of the complicated way of, you know, it's not like put it on, record, hey, and, and we're, we're going. That's complicated, not... not enough quality. And the thing that I would say that I yeah. ran across quite a few times um, while I was playing you know, multiplayer Quest games is like there's somebody who's like playing Onward. I'm like, is there a way? I heard this question over and over again. Is there a way I can just share a clip of my gameplay with a buddy? Because a lot of a lot of people in that scene, they just want to show off. Yeah, like, also, if you want to yeah. humble brag to a buddy of yours or something, like here's a clip, or, watch me pop this guy from a yeah, thousand Yeah, or like a, like a GIF or something, or like or what, what you yeah. can use for a TikTok, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so you don't have to be kind of like uploading or creating like big long content or well-edited stuff. It can even just be for your, you know, I want to share with family. I want to post it on a Facebook account or on social media somewhere. So looking forward yeah, to so. that changing. At some point. <laughs> Hopefully at some soon. point, yeah, at some point. I say yeah. at some point because you know how the slippery road can be. Um, yeah. The only other quick mention I'll say is uh, there was there was a bit of noise, uh, and I got some feedback in the DMs uh, as well uh, from some of our audience and, and other members uh, just about, you, you know how much I was upset when they changed the gating for um, uh, same account sharing, and so they went just to the, yes. the, the format that they had. That then broke and has been broken, I believe, now for a couple of weeks. Um, 
It's been responded to. So apparently it's on the Oculus forum. They've actually formally come back and said, yes, it's broken. We're fixing it. But if at the moment, mm. if you're in one of those and you've got like multiple quests in your, in your, in your, um, in your estate and you've got kids playing or whatever, all of a sudden that multi-account sharing stopped working. That pissed a lot of people off. So I thought I'd just mention it as a, if you're one of those, be aware that it seems to be worked on. It seems to have been acknowledged. So um, well, good to know that that's changing. My, but, my personal thought on that, like what they said before, is I think they're doing background behind the scenes work to get the account uh, change feature to come in. Okay. And this is going to take us to another segment of our, our show in a second mm. here. But I do think when they announced last year, you're going to be able to log into a quest with something other than uh, your meta Facebook account. I'm curious if they're doing all the, the kind of cabling work behind the scenes between those sources, will we be able to log in with a, you know, a Google account? What other kinds mm. of accounts are we going to be able to do to get on this device? Yeah, but really is, isn't, isn't the reason why they're doing this to uh, like make privacy a little bit, you know, like then, then you link other accounts. I don't know if that's going to be the reason why the Facebook account is gone because people don't want to log in with Facebook, but then you make people log in with their own stuff through the Facebook server. So I don't know what they're going to go for, but <laughs> the fact that there's a, a new account is still an account. You know what I mean? Um, but um, you got to log in with something, I, right? You got, I mean, yeah, you got to log it's in. It's not with, just going to well, be a nowadays. Account. Nowadays, you got to log into like with something. Uh, back in the days, you could just you know start a device and you didn't need an account. But yeah. that's been a long time. So these ago. days, you got to tap your passport. You know that's got an RFID <laughs> chip in it. Just tap it on the side of your headset so you authenticate. Yeah, scan, your scan your retina. Scan your retina. That's it's going to do that automatically one of these days. You just wait. It won't even be long. It'll be two years from now, and they'll be scanning you before you get in. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to the next piece. Uh, so this dovetails into uh, the MetaQuest Gaming Showcase. Don't have too much to say about this, but in case you missed it, um, the Oculus Gaming Showcase, which we'd had before, ran a couple of games. Wasn't all that impressive, um, but that's returning to Facebook. And on April 20th, which happens to be a Wednesday, I'm saying this in case you're working, uh, so you can, I don't know, take a well-timed break or take the day off or something like that, watch it on your phone, on your desk, whatever. Uh, it's coming to YouTube, Twitch, Horizon Venues uh, at 10 a.m. Pacific time. I, I know you Californians love 10 a.m. That's <laughs> whenever everything happens. Um, so for the rest of us, you know, get a get a get a look at new game announcements, uh, gameplay first looks, so things that we haven't seen before, updates that are coming in the next 12 months on games that we know are also coming, and I'll put this in air quotes: a whole lot of surprises. I'm kind of hoping that those surprises aren't things we already know. Like they go, oh, it's surprise Wendyverse. You know, I, yeah, I hope it's something yeah, yeah. that's actually yeah, yeah, yeah. of it's... material information interest. You know, <laughs> but last time it wasn't great. This is going to be, uh, I think, Ruth Bram or something again, uh, who's hosting. Yeah. Right, last time it's, it's, she was heavily yeah, pregnant. Right, I want to see um, pics of the kid. I think. I think she was. I think she was pregnant last time. I don't know. Like last year was was a show where there was just nothing to really announce because everything was was worked on or because of the pandemic was delayed. So like the show didn't really like if it wouldn't have existed last year, I don't think anyone would have missed anything. That's that's kind of what I'm saying. Maybe this year now they kind of have to pull off some stuff because again, PlayStation VR 2 is getting, you know, a little hotter here and there. So they do need to really start throwing out dates Get more AAA games out there as well. Get some more indies. Show a roadmap. Give dates of when things are coming out. Yeah, yeah. Because I because I think if you see uh, 
right now, it's the same with like Cosmonius and Tentacular, because dates and everything is so all over the place, well, people start to get really lost with their headset. Like the retention goes down. So they really need to not just like, oh, here's some gameplay and it's coming soon again. Because yeah. with, with meta, things can come soon in like two years and then it's not coming, you know? Like, you, yeah, it's very, you it's, very it's very hot and cold right now. It is very much like a... We either get games all of a sudden in a big wave and it's a surprise. It's like you get two weeks in notice and then they're all coming out at the same mm-hmm. time or nothing, right? Just like like yeah. silence. And, um, and, 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 and from like the aesthetic side, I think they like compared to last year, it's very clean. It's very, well, what they go for, you know, like that Apple kind of esque yeah, style. Apple. But if it's a gaming showcase, you know, you start with like a banger song with some epic games that you released last year. You show what you made so far. Then you show some developers, bam. And then you start to show and then you show some games with some dates, some uh, gameplay. That's, 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 that's how a you nice do it. template. I like the idea you know? of them showing <laughs> what they're working on, showing what third party studios are working on. And then and this is the piece that's been missing every time yeah, we've done, yeah, yeah. you know, the connects in the last few years. Where is my indie sizzle reel? I want to know who the hot, what Oculus or Meta think are the hot up and coming indies that we should be paying attention to. They've got an App Lab platform that yeah. can sh- tell should, us some numbers, do the whole Steve that. Jobs thing, right? Yeah. Show it off. I should say Cook at this point. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, cook, I, I, no, I agree. Yeah. And they, they could they could be like, you know, uh, these games hit like over th- this million, uh, uh, you know, players or revenue, whatever. Uh, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I find it very clean and I don't find it very raw and gaming. You know, they're they're trying to understand what gaming is. Uh, they're, they're, because also the announcement, like I think Rowdy showed it. It's like this very clean, like quest showcase. Yeah. Put some gaming characters on it. Put like like uh, Quill on it. Put, put like Lone Echo on it. Put some cool characters. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I should run this show, but you know, I've been to many conventions. I've been to E3, Gamescom. Like the way they do them is is a little more loose and not like, okay, we have an auto queue here. Let's just read it from start to end and there's no input. No. And but again, it, like we, we said last time as well, like we have the feeling they're they're far more business oriented with these. Kind yeah, of yeah, they they don't they they gaming is not really their main thing and they yeah. kind of shift away from it. They they still need to make some titles because there are a lot of people who bought it that like for that but yeah i don't know uh, it's gonna be <laughs> this is gonna be an interesting year you know with uh cambrian stuff coming i mean it's like yeah are we really gonna see a rail shift of uh of meta moving to just take a big chunk out of a call i don't know i don't know if vive and htc is the right way to go but you know they were very for a couple of years they kind of turned away from business and went more prosumer and business targeted definitely targeting arcades and bigger businesses and stuff so if they're take, take, looking to take that away or take that chunk um you know we could see their marketing dollars go in a very different direction this year so uh, it can be an interesting 2022 i think there's some surprises ahead um this is one of one of the first platforms that they're giving us I, yeah. i'm like you right Nathie, in in the way that when playstation does their showcase for gaming I often find that just a little bit too clean. I prefer to have, you know, well, people sitting on a couch talking to devs, like show a bit of gameplay, a little bit more like the Game Awards kind of show it. You know? Well, the, 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 the thing they did is like they, they had Oculus Connect, Facebook Connect, Meta Connect, whatever it's going to be called next. But they, they uh, like unplugged the gaming side from, you know, Connect from the last one. Yep. And... Um, that's cool. So now you have like a like a, an independent defense. So you can kind of... 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's not that hard. Just look at uh, like Jeff Keighley doing Game Fest at Gamescom. Look at how he's doing it. Yeah, just try to learn from Maybe bit, right? I'm, I'm sure they have someone who knows him. Call the guy. Like, hey, how are you doing <laughs> things? Uh, you know what? Maybe even hire the guy. You can hire him. I'm sure he's like, uh, you know, you can pay him to do it. Yep. Um, but, you know, yeah, I, I think that's kind of the way to do it. Give the, the indie developers some some stage uh, power. So, like, listen, you know, after the show, go check out all these live streams for all these indies. Like, they're going to play the game for you. You can even win some prizes, cool stuff. But, uh, hey, that, that's my that's my uh, gaming showcase, you know? Some uh, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do want it to be warmer. I'd like to see a warmer host because this kind of robotic yeah, feel... Well, they, they put you in the Oculus home environment. The home environment is is just the most clean thing ever. Uh, like, put people into the game or put them on the stage. Uh, have some people come over, give away some prize, some awards to the best uh, game developers. I mean, I c- keep coming up with, like, ideas here. Just hire me. Just, uh, you know, <sighs> I'll do it. I'll, I'll, like, next showcase, it, I'm down to to help them out, you know, to really make this a success. Other than pitching for a job, yeah. one thing I was just going to say about that. So, again, it's YouTube, Twitch, Horizon Venues, and Facebook are the four platforms where this is going to be broadcast. Well, that's surprising because I don't think they did that last year. Venues was available, but um, Venues was, I had trouble with Venues. There were There, were, there was trouble with seeing the content loading um, the various rooms and things. I, I didn't have a good time. I had to back out and go to, I think it was Facebook where I watched it. But yeah, having YouTube and Twitch post it, great. Nice and open, watch on the platform you like to watch it. Uh, but venues just, for me, take a pinch of salt, maybe have a backup, right? Have a, have it running on a tablet, try in VR, but if that fails, you know, <laughs> pull out. But it's cool being in an audience and talking to other people, uh, actually, and seeing their reactions. So that that is something you get in, in venues that you don't get in the other platforms so much. Um, cool. So there's that one. Ah, this is the part we've all been waiting for. This is the surprise interview part of the podcast. So let's go ahead. Laz didn't know about this, by the way. Uh, this is an interview with a twist. And so I I gave him a little bit of homework at the start, uh, which was to kind of get us started here, which is to think about three things. And while I introduce this and kind of kick this off, I'll give you guys some time to do your homework if you haven't yet. So that was to, to think about three things, right, about yourself. Uh, so this is both for Rowdy and Nathy separately. Uh, three things about you. And one of them has to be a lie. Two of them are real. Because we've already taken you through a waterfall of April Fool's Day, which, to be honest, when I was going through it, I was guessing, like, is this real? Is this fake? I don't know. <laughs> so we're going to do that again with our with our, with our our friends here and uh, see how we go. So um, either of you guys want to go first with that? I, uh, yeah, just, okay, I'll, I'll go first. So what are you gonna ask me a question? I need to I need to lie or I no, just no, need no. to tell three things. So you tell us three things about us. Nathan, me, and chat will guess which one is the lie that you reveal. Oh, about you guys or about myself? No, 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 about yourself, about yourself. Okay, okay, okay. Do you need some time to think about it? Uh no, I I I think I can do that. Okay, um, fire away. So just like three statements, right? Three statements. Alright, so I have been a drummer in a band. That's one. Um, I once did the wrong exam uh, for the wrong course. Um, I need to find one that's true as well. No, I, I mean, no, no. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, the first time that my dad played VR, he punched me in the face. Okay. Okay. Uh, huh. 
Which one? This is like where we have to do the, the Jeopardy it's music. The do, 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 do. All right, guys, do you think it's one, two, or three? I'm, I, I can tell you where I'm leaning. Um, but right. I'm going to let Nathy guess first. Nathy? And I think the exam thing is like super... Uh, the way he's telling it is just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going for the exam as well because I, I find it somewhat realistic that you got punched in the face by your dad <laughs> playing bait or something like that. So, uh, chat, here comes the answer. Small drum roll. So, wait, you think that the... The the one punch when my dad punched me in the face is the lie. No, I think that's true. I think that's true. Okay. I think that, that the that exam is, that one is, is, is that is lie. indeed true. My the first time that uh, my dad played VR, uh, I was helping him set up. He didn't have the headset on fully yet, and like he, he like my dad has the same reflection uh, um, uh, reaction as I when you get like scared, he immediately like like punches. <laughs> <laughs> So he like put it on and something startled him in the headset and he was like, oh, <laughs> he punched me like straight in the face. <laughs> so that one is true. Do you know what he was playing? I'm really curious. Uh, was it Go? I think it was just like, because it was like when I just got the vibe, so it must have been the lap. It was something in there. Like nothing scary. He just started, he, he turned around and he saw something and he was like, oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, that's a good one, Raddy. Yeah. That's a good yeah. one. All right. And well, then... Yeah, the on. one that is the lie is actually, I've been a drummer. I was not a drummer in a band. I've played in several bands, but oh, never, never yeah. as the drummer. I, I do know. play the drums a little bit, but I've never, I've never done that in a band. Oh, and right. yes, I have indeed once gone to the wrong exam for the wrong course. And it took me 30 minutes to figure out <laughs> that this was not the exam I should be. You know that that Mr. Bean scene where he goes like, you know, he's like trying to fill in the answers on the on the paper and you just can't figure it out. And in the end, he realizes the actual questions were on the other side of the paper. I had a real life experience of that where I thought I was going to fluke the exam and everyone was like filling it in. And I was like, what's going on here? This is not what I studied. This is not what I did. And uh, yeah, I filled in the wrong exam. And I, of course, I, I, I managed to redo the, the right exam afterwards. Uh, but, uh, Does yeah. that mean you missed taking an exam that you should no, have taken? No, they, they actually, what happened was they postponed the exam to, to a different day. Oh. And uh, they, I mean, back in Belgium, we, we then had like different sessions. So everyone had to like go into different sessions, but those sessions were done with other people from other exams and this kind of stuff. So it was actually fairly easy to get it mixed up. But yeah, it, it did give me a bit of a, a bit of a heart attack uh, uh, right there in that moment. Yeah, well, that's that, that's a good share. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh my! All right, well, let's uh, chat. Thank you for your uh, <laughs> thank you for your votes as well. You guys were all over the place too. That's good. Good to see. All right, Nathy, come on. Channel your inner YouTuber. This comes I naturally just, to you. You just got to lie to us. It's fine. I <laughs> have to really deeply think about things uh, that, that make sense or don't make sense. Yeah, okay. Okay, so, so three things, right? Three okay, things. Okay, so, Fire away. So I, I once went to the Hollywood Hills to Bella Thorne's house to play VR in her art room while everyone was partying. Uh, and was, you know, doing fun stuff. Bella Thorne's That's an actress first. or something? I don't know who Bella Bella Thorne is an actress, yeah. Okay. You, yeah. You went with her to her VR room. 
Yeah, to her art room uh, to art play VR there. And I had to be careful because if I punched too hard or too fast, I would punch one of those paintings that was really expensive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, that's that, it, that's the it. first. Yeah. Um, and then the second one is uh, I once was about to fly to the UK to do a commercial for the PlayStation VR for a game with uh, the lookalike of Brad Pitt. And I was going to play his kid and he was going to be my dad. <laughs> <laughs> that that one strong. is definitely true because Nathy playing the kids is, is yes. Oh my yes. God, it's brilliant. I love that. That's very good. Very good. Okay, Brad Pitt lookalike, okay. got it. And then the last one, I went to E3 and then I got to hang with the guy who plays Max Payne. The guy who plays okay. Max Payne. All right. Yeah, that's like the, the CEO of Remedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's also the, so not the, he's also not the Max So not the voice actor, but the guy who looks no, like him. No, 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 the actual guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah the guy who looks like him. Um, yeah. Oh, God. Where are you, where are you, where are you going for, Zim? Uh, I, I, hmm. I, I kind of feel like... I'm going to guess the third one. I'm going to guess the third one. I'm going to guess that uh, the whole Max Payne thing, that, no way. That's yeah, that I, I'm gonna go for the third one too. Yeah, I was also I, I thought like if I if I remember correctly, you once you once hung out with with Justin Rowland, but I don't know if that was at E3. No, uh, it was at PAX. Yeah, that was at PAX. PAX. Okay, so yeah, yeah maybe maybe. Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll I'll stick with my decision. The third one. Okay. Should I reveal the grand reveal? <laughs> go right ahead, Nathy. Tell us through. Uh, yeah, you are right. It was the third. Oh, hey. yeah. Yeah. I did. I did see him. I did see him at E3, you yeah. know, uh, in the corridors, but I did not hang with him. No. Yeah. 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 Good one. Good one. That was a close <laughs> one, though, because all yeah. of them sound pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. The lookalike one is pretty like sounds so stupid, yeah, yeah. but it's uh, it's actually true. Yeah. Because I was I thinking like, it, like, since you're playing the kid, I was like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's got to be him. That's got to be true. <laughs> I want to know yeah. more about that. So what, what was the what was the gig exactly? Can you just like tell us a little uh, bit more? About that one so you you were you were gonna be i think it was uh, yeah so i think it was for the uh for the angry birds uh, game oh yeah so they like i they were going to pay me because otherwise i would have not done this you know like i show up and be like brad pitt like brad pitt is my dad and i'm playing angry birds like what the, the heck but i found the combination so freaking funny that i i was like i have to do this i just have to do it but i it i don't know why it didn't happen in the end but um yeah, the heck. <laughs> amazing. Absolutely amazing. I know it's funny what VR brings you in terms of stories and stuff like that. So, Oh, yeah. Very good. Well, gentlemen, um, you're not off the hook just yet. We are going to swing into some <clears throat> Reddit inventions in a minute. Uh, but first, I wanted to ask you each um, kind of a direct question. Now, I'm going to give you an out, okay? Uh, so because I thought it wasn't fair for us to run a kind of a pseudo interview without um, really Mike or Zim here, really, uh, then, then uh, let's 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 attribute you guys. You can spirit. You can channel um, your inner fake Zim or fake Mike as you're out. So Nathy, I'm going to ask you a question, and you're going to answer either as Nathy or as fake Zim. So answer as as fake Zim would answer. And Rowdy, I'm going to ask you a question, and you're going to either choose to answer as Rowdy or as fake Mike. Take your pick. Okay, this is the fun one. So here we go. All right. Nathy, or fake Zim, your question. You can decide, by the way, after I ask. You don't have to decide up front. If you could take one franchise, one game, anything really, 
and poof, it no longer existed, something VR related, what would that be and why? I'll repeat that. So if you could take one franchise, one game, or anything, VR related, and you got a magic wand, poof, it's gone, what would that be and why? So do you want to answer as, uh, as Nathy or as fake Zim? <laughs> I, I don't know what the fake Zim would, would, would <laughs> I, I do know, but I forgot the title for some reason. So that already kind of gives away what I'm going to say then, maybe. Um, do you want to think about just, it? Yeah, let me think I'll about it. I'll come back to you then. Okay, Rowdy, here's your question. So you're Rowdy <laughs> or you're fake Mike? Okay. Hey, please explain to eight-year-old Nathy what he'd be doing with his life in 20 years and use age-appropriate terms, please. Okay? You can, <laughs> from the seat of Rowdy or fake Mike, <laughs> explaining to Nathy, eight-year-old Nathy, what he'd be doing with his life in 20 years using age-appropriate terms. Okay. Um, you want to go for so it? So, Nathy. What? You want to go for it? Go right ahead. Yeah, yeah. sure. So, Nathy, uh, I'm here to have a discussion with you. Um, I know that your hair is turning a little bit darker, but don't worry. In 20 years from now, you'll be just as blonde as you were five years ago. So you'll be a, a blonde... <laughs> a blonde fellow with a lot of, lot of viewers on the internet. Uh, oh, okay. Wait, the internet... Did, did it exist back then? Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Eight-year-old year, eight Nathy probably already hit internet. Just barely. Yeah, just barely. So barely, <laughs> just barely. Uh, you're gonna be putting your TV on your face, and people are gonna love you for that. They're gonna enjoy all of the content that you make. You're gonna have hundreds of thousands of subscribers, <laughs> and uh, people are gonna watch you uh, watching TV on your face. That's basically what you're gonna be doing. <laughs> on your face. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, that's weird. Do you love watching TV, Nathy? TV? I don't even know what TV is. No, no, not you, Nathy. Eight-year-old Nathy. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, TV. SpongeBob. TV. Yeah, SpongeBob. <laughs> Very I'm good. Sure. Thank you, Rowdy. Applause for Rowdy in the chat also, there. Also, you're going to have a mustache. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How startling wow. would that be to an eight-year-old? Yeah. That would be crazy. A blonde mofo with a mustache. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Rude for an eight-year-old there, Rowdy? <laughs> Sticking down brand, I see. Uh, they learn young there in the Netherlands. Do they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. All right, Nathy. So, Nathy, you're fake Zim. What are, you, what are you making go poof? Yeah, so I, I want I want this 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 one game, right? This this one game where it's there's a spaceship, like in the Mandalorian, you know? Like uh, the Razor Crest. And there are, like, people on board that need to survive as long as they can. And they need to fix their ship with duct tape, like in Lone Echo 2, you know? That's why, like, this this title, like, this title is sitting there waiting to be the most popular title because it was a fun title, but it wasn't popular back then. But it could get popular. I think, And I absolutely love it. I, it's, it's the one game, you know, I, like, I could stream the menu for like two hours and not get <laughs> bored of it <laughs> and, 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 and then get into the settings and, and stream another 30 minutes and then just leave it there and let people donate for another hamburger or two before i go <laughs> very good it, 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 it doesn't have skooma though well, but it does have 
You said duct tape. All of other surprises. That's the, that's yeah. the magic word, right? That is. So, yeah. So, you 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 you've, you've answered kind of the reverse of what I was looking for. Um, I was looking for you to kill something, cancel it, take, eliminate it, never 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 be in existence again. Uh, but you oh. you answered create. So I've, I've pu- pushed you guys enough. If you'd rather, I can just move on. Yeah, can, can we bring Mike back? I'm nervous. I- <laughs> I, it's like, I, I, I do have to say with Mike, it's always very serious. And now suddenly there's like, I start to have fun for the first time. <laughs> Mike didn't hear that. We'll, we'll edit that out. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll cut that out. All right. Well, Mike, Mike, usually, you know, like, l- l- let me give you one like behind scenes thing. You know, usually Mike gives me a paper of what I'm allowed to say. <laughs> and now, now I'm, I'm, I can say everything. I'm, I'm free. I'm free. Jackals are off. Yeah. That's it. That's it. So, uh, so yeah. I guess his answer then is Mike, unfortunately, the VR related thing he wants to do <laughs> from existence. Sorry, Mike. Uh, this is this is his personal Valhalla, his heaven. All right, so uh, en- enjoy your enjoy your hiatus. Welcome back in two weeks. <laughs> I don't know if he's coming. Two hundredth episode. Mike's gone. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, you poor bastard, Mike. All right, all right. Let's let's take the pressure off these lads. Um, thank you, all chat, for your ideas as well. Um, if you have questions you want to ask these guys, we'll do. We'll take those at the end of the end of the program. Okay. Next up. And the final main topic for today, uh, Reddit inventions. There's, there's three things I just have to show you uh, that between Nathan and my, myself, we found on the net over the last couple of weeks, and you just have to see. Okay, I'm going to start off with a situation that many of us who have wanted equipment in VR uh, have seen before. Okay, It's a little gif of a video that Raddy will show off to you here now. But this was a great Reddit post, very highly upvoted, and by Bob the Box, two days ago landed, and he said, Mom, can we have a VR glove? And Mom, of course, responds, no, we have VR glove at home. VR glove at home. And it shows a dude with a mitten and some tape, just normal sellotape, wrapped around an Oculus controller. It absolutely MacGyvered in such a way that when he grips his hand, the tape pulls the grip button on the Oculus Touch controller. This is the worst Brilliant. tedious setup I've ever seen. I'm a guy who I made a baguette into a, a, a shoulder stock for the PlayStation Aim, and this is worse than that. This is really, really bad. Oh, so That's a good one. I like Bob, that one. Bob, thank you. Thank you for the levity, the humor. I much, yeah, absolutely. F reality. Kudos. Um, now, next up, and uh, again, back to uh, Scared Ghost, uh, Tony. He posted an amazing little feature here, um, and this is basically a, um, a, a, I'll call it an accidental press insurance feature. You take a sliding um, webcam cover, and you affix that to the front. This is all Oculus stuff. I don't know why. Oculus, the Oculus controller. So you don't accidentally push those buttons. You don't push the home button or what I like to call the hamburger button because it makes me hungry, uh, the menu button. Uh, and you just slide that little thing over and boom, you're putting your parents into VR. They don't accidentally press the wrong buttons. You know, perfect. Genius little invention. So love this. I'm sure Abrash would uh, have you over for dinner or something to talk about the ingenuity there in terms of the physical <laughs> controller design. All right, that's the second one. <clears throat> Third one. My absolute favorite of the lot uh, comes from German Rifter. 
Um, I think he's there in chat today. So German, thanks very much for hanging with us. Um, and Daniel says, haptic vests are great. But have you ever played real VR fishing while taking a foot bath? Pure immersion. And he's got this wonderful side-by-side showing a dude casting off with his reel off into the lake or the ocean. Meanwhile, his feet are in a bubbly spa. I mean, that is something that I might just have to try, lads, because that looks pretty fun. Apparently works in other games as well. So uh, you, know, you could dip your toes in as Alex into the, the, the bubbling stream and Half-Life Alex or something like that. <laughs> Funny enough, I'm actually doing this in the summer when I'm playing seated VR games. I'm not joking. I am doing this. Seriously? I just don't turn on the bubbles because you can hear it on the video. Have you done this before in the past? Is that what you're <laughs> yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's not, not for real VR fishing, but when it's hot, I'm just like using that. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. I got to get myself Beautiful. one of those. So those are three Reddit inventions, the VR gloves, the webcam cover, and the immersive yeah. feet sim in German Rifter. All right. Wow. God, it's been, a, it's been an amazing week for VR, you know, amazing fortnight for VR. Um, <laughs> so uh, why don't we transition now over to um, my favorite personal part of the show where we actually get to know what oh. the devs have been working on. And Nathie's going to steer us through the ship, um, which is the apocalyptic run of, of VR releases that we've got. I mean, it's been a it's, it's pretty been a pretty heavy trundle of announcements. So I'm curious to know what yeah. he's chosen to highlight. Nathie? Over to you, good sir. Okay, um, so I'm going to keep the first two short as we already spoke about at the start of the show. Um, so Cosmonius High is now out on the Quest and Steam VR. Surprisingly, no uh, Oculus uh, PC release, uh, funny enough. I don't know where it went, but mm. I guess uh, PC VR is... Uh, is dead over there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you can play it now. Uh, I, I honestly forgot the price, to be honest with you. Uh, the pricing is like the thing I always kind of, you know, when I need to do release that I don't know. Uh, I think it was like, uh, no, I don't want to make any would, guesses. Don't worry about it. I think it was like 25. I think it was 25. We'll figure it out. 25 bucks. Um, then, uh, Moss Book 2, um, available now only on the PlayStation VR. I'm sure it's going to come to other uh, platforms uh, in the in the future. Uh, you know, the Quest, the PC VR headsets, uh, the PlayStation VR 2, maybe some funny Chinese headset that Mike <laughs> is going to throw into his, uh, you know, bin again. I don't know. We'll see. Um, do keep in mind that if you want to play it on the PlayStation 5, you need a PS4 DualShock, a PS4 controller. Um, and on the PlayStation 4, you don't have to worry about that at all. Um, and also the adapter, of course, for the camera to to make it work that's that's very very important uh, too um and uh, yeah hopefully this will get a relaunch and will you know get popular along the way so there you go that's that's uh, moss in a, a nutshell um then uh, this one uh, was actually recommended by the jim barnaby himself it's called brisk square don't worry, it's not a weird Temple of Pizza kind of title. Uh, it's It seems to be fine. I, I had to check it up front if it was safe for the show. Uh, it's, <laughs> no uh, tentacles it, this it's, time. It's not, it's not family friendly, but it's, uh, it's, not, it's not that bad. Um, yeah, no tentacles. Um, so um, yeah, Brisk Square is basically pistol whip, but instead of using uh, uh, pistols, you start with a blade and uh, uh, by playing more and more, you unlock more advanced weapons. And next to that, you can also use powers to, you know, move objects away, like break them or crash them, pull them, uh, stuff like that. I do think it's kind of interesting that, you know, uh, Clouded Games didn't come up with this uh, themselves. 
Um, interesting part uh, about that, though, is that uh, Clouded Games is working on a AAA game. We don't know what it's going to be yet, uh, but they teased that this week. So it, yes. people were kind of relieved for some reason that they were like, oh, finally, it's not them working on Pistol Whip again. It, it's kind of like people are maybe done with Pistol Whip in a way. They just don't want to say it out loud. But they just kind of want to, you know, see them do something like we saw with the gallery, where they were kind of, especially with the second game, they were kind of too early what, what what they wanted to do with it. So maybe right. with a AAA uh, IP behind it, I, I think it's going to be very successful. So crazy. Yeah, congratulations uh, to them as well. It's their ninth anniversary. Uh, wow. Yes. I mean, Cloud yes. are, are absolute. I mean, ninth anniversary uh, for a studio that has been there since the dawn of this new rebirth of VR. Uh, a- absolutely, hats off to them because it's and we've had. Denny on the show and you know I remember still them giving us that wonderful feature of showing us Pistol Whip on the floor for the first time when we didn't even know what it was and all four of us it was a real special moment actually because all four of us going through one by one and coming out and being like did you play this yet you know I remember you guys like cornering me and being like Zim you gotta you gotta play this and I was like what (laughs) I just remember taking the headset off and being blown away so um, can't wait to see what they what they do next with a bit of money behind them yeah um so uh Briss square is now out on the quest uh, 2 so if you want to check it out then uh, then you can it does use some elements that you don't have in pistol whip you know where it's it's a bit different in that sense i, I like this kind of like bioshock combo of like in one hand you have a melee weapon or a, a pistol or something else and then um you know powers to use like these i was gonna say Nathan, uh, magical, the, the uh, number one thing for me that stood out on that one which you really don't have on on pistol whip at least not in a direct way is multiplayer like the fact that this is a it's a, it's a four-way multiplayer game uh, makes it really interesting and competitive. Yeah. Like, and this is at the same time; it's not like leaderboard. Um, yeah. And also, the the Quake player in me saw jump pads, right? So there's some, ah, there's yeah. there's like jump pads in that. <laughs> yeah, and I don't yeah. know if you have to physically jump. Up. I had to caution somebody this week because of un- unfortunately, I um, <laughs> some years ago we talked about Minecraft recently, right? But I, I turned on a feature that Vivecraft has. This is like a, this is like a safety warning for anyone over the age of 30. Oh, I, I, I think which I is, know there's, what there's like was, an yeah. auto jump or a virtual yeah, jump. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's also a physical jump. If your <laughs> yeah. knees aren't used to jumping and you're jumping every block for four hours straight, <laughs> my knees took five months to recover. Okay, so don't do that. Don't cripple yourself with uh, Minecraft man. in Vivecraft. Uh, it's, it feels fun and stupid at the beginning, and you're like, "Oh yeah, I'm getting some exercise," but you're also tearing stuff in your knees. So don't do that. Um, if that's what's in this game, um, just be, be be forewarned. Anyway, yeah, this, this is why you want to tune into Zim's live streams for that exactly. kind of like uh, this kind of obscure obscure uh, stuff. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> so, so Brisk Square is out now, as I said, on, on the Quest 2. Um, then we have games that are coming out next week because all these games are out now, so you can play them if you want. Um, so next week we have Green Hell VR. We have been speaking about this game a lot. Um, it's, it's, it's dropping on Quest uh, 2, Quest 2, I should say. Nowadays, like nothing released on Quest 1 anymore. Um, and in this game, uh, you find yourself stranded in a dangerous jungle, surrounded by predators with only a trusty smartwatch, backpack, and a survival guide uh, for dummies, you know. Um, from there, you have to cook your own food, uh, hunt animals, uh, make sh- uh, makeshift weapons, and build a shelter to stay alive. So that, in a nutshell, is Green Hell VR. I do remember there was this early... 
uh, demo out for people to play. I don't know if it was only for uh, YouTubers and so. Twitch people, and but they weren't necessarily very positive about it. Uh, I hope that now uh, it's ready to go. I think these kinds of games are so ambitious that I don't even know if they fit on a standalone. So I'm I'm gonna be curious how this is gonna how this is gonna go uh, because I'm I'm kind of fifty fifty on this uh, with this developer. This developer is kind of living the early access life, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, uh, Rowdy, this is this is like I mean when I saw this the first time I was or not 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 the very very first time, but just when I saw this recent trailer the first time, I was thinking like this is like Song in the Smoke in high def. <laughs> it's like yeah. you know yeah. and 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 I it just makes me want to go back to Song in the Smoke and, and finish that. But I also think that they have, to some extent, some advantage. If, if they've played, I mentioned Song in the Smoke because it was a really under, under-heralded title, I think. It's, it's really mm-hmm. quite advanced in terms of its systems. It's easy to play. Yeah. And if you really want something as a single player to go in and really sink into as a survival title, very good at that. And so uh, if they've yeah, learned from those great. systems, this is looking pretty cool. I mean, that whole like palm leaf yeah. armband yeah. rap makes me think Far Cry and other games. Looks and I, I, I love that genre as well like that kind of like you need to survive and you need to like you know it, it's yeah. more like it, it's not really like it's 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 not really like a, a game to play anymore it's more like a, like a management strategy you need to implement and i love management games in general and i i like that kind of stuff where you need to learn new skills and you need to try and figure out how to do stuff and I, I love that kind of genre and i think it looks great i think the mechanics of it are also very promising um, you know, we'll see where it takes us, but I do have to say, like, you know, from the from the trailer, uh, I do find it interesting. I just like the only thing I hope it's not like uh, like the forest clone, where it's like more like the horror elements uh, and and the crafting uh, gets a little bit sidetracked. Then, um, so I mean, you can play the forest as well without the horror elements, yeah. but for me, that's not really a prerequisite for a game like this. Mm. Yeah, survival games. Yeah. I think the thing I liked about. Um, a song in the smoke was that they 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 weren't too over the top in terms of HUD and survival games because of the crafting element can be a real pain in the ass. Like mm-hmm. I, I I find it's a real delicate balance. I mean, do you remember yeah. um, Rowdy? Because we played at the same time. Do you remember playing After the Fall early mm-hmm. on, right in the Vertigo games? And there was like the crafting element that they were talking about. And I I don't know about you, but I remember thinking like, oh god, don't don't feck it up, like don't. Don't yeah. don't turn this this game that's going to be like an action left for dead into a crafting game mm. like it doesn't yeah. fit right yeah. as well. So uh, what what I like about these kind of games as well is like the you know the exploration concept where you need to you know, you need to in order to get further you need to do stuff first. I like that. And I think the the best mm. VR game, I forgot the name again. Nate will probably remember it in an instant. It's like the space game. Uh, where you also had that survival oh. element. Um, Star, Star Valley something. What is the name again? Star. No. Um, the one I you know, really like. Yeah, I space. know the one you're yeah. talking about. The right? one the one that I really, really like. It's still like... Something with stars, my, space, yeah, Star, Star Shelter? Or? Star, Star Shelter. Shelter, yeah. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. Star Shelter. So uh, like, I really liked how they did it there where you had only a limited amount of oxygen, of course. So you couldn't push out further up until you upgraded your oxygen. You had to find certain uh, parts of that. It, it, it felt really thought out and i hope that this game does something similar as well where you have mm-hmm. this open world that you can explore but it's not as easy just to push through everything you, so know, you need to get natural progression natural, natural progression yeah. yes exactly okay. instead of just like unlocking yeah. new regions and well stuff equally like, like i don't i don't like games that um are incre- <laughs> this goes without saying but they're incredibly linear you know it's like mm. do task a okay i've done task a 
go do yeah. task B. Like the last thing I want from a game, not all games, but mostly, like I don't want to just be on a single track. It just, it turns me off of the game because I want the freedom yeah. to make my own choices. Well, if they, if they can make a fluent tutorial at the start, then yeah, that, that's solved, you know? Yeah. Um, the, the, the reason why I'm a little bit skeptical about Green Hell is because this was a um, flat game before and they yep. tried to port that over to, yep. uh, well, first PC VR, I guess, and then the Quest because, well, Quest is super popular. Quest 2, I should say again. Um, I love we're so, both yeah, pivoting this is off Nathy here, but I'm going to say the same thing to you, Nathy, on this one. When I see it, the first thing I remember is Ark. The game where you had a bunch of dinosaurs. Well, that's what I wanted to compare. Oh, really? It with, yeah, yeah. Uh, for for uh, when when that came to VR, <laughs> that was also uh, an oh adventure. God, that was a nightmare. Uh, you remember so, the menu uh, in Ark, and you couldn't even read it because it was so low res. Like you'd have to try to search for the little VR. Yeah, but takeoff. this game, this game, the, imagine playing a, a broken flat game, pancake game, and then they add VR support to it. So you have two things that are broken mixed together. It's it's yeah it's a journey. Um, so this is coming to uh, the Quest Two on April seven. Yeah, I'm very curious to see uh, how this is gonna go. Um, and then last but not least, to keep the April Fool's uh, joke spirit high, because you know Zim has been tryharding this entire show to you know <laughs> keep keep uh, keep you laughing um, in in your little Smeagol caves. Um, this game that I found is called uh, the Elevator Game. The elevator that's the game. title that's the title uh and and the weird part is i was like oh i'm just gonna look this up and see if someone played it or you know store page of what what you have to do there was not much there uh, like really i tried so <laughs> uh, the only thing that is really on the front page is a tutorial that says how to play the elevator game and there is no context to it so i'll just read it it, it you play this game in seven steps Step one is start the game at midnight. So that might hint towards it being a scary game, I think. But when you're in VR, it doesn't really matter if it's midnight because it's always midnight in a headset because it's dark. So, <laughs> yeah, wow. Uh, and then uh, step two, turn off your mobile devices and put away anything that could break your concentration. Yeah, that, that's so two steps asking the, horror game, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, turn also turn off the notifications inside your quest because then you're cheating, you know. <laughs> um, then the step three is make sure you're alone. But again, it's in VR, so you can't see anything. So even if you, well, anyways, let's keep going to step four. Invite the passenger. The passenger. Once you do that, once you do that, the game will start. So I think in game there is a passenger. This sounds like a Twilight Zone for some reason, but sure, there's a passenger. Um, then, step five. Don't get out at any floor. Yeah, that's right. This sounds like a game Zim would play. It, it absolutely sounds like a game I would play. You're just giving me <laughs> yeah. a show here. That's all you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then step six. Upon reaching any floor, check your surroundings. If anything seems off, even the smallest detail, immediately proceed to another floor. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then last but not least, the last step. Reach the lobby to beat the game. Oh no. Oh my god. It, yeah, it's a horror game. It's that's a it's like um it's gotta be a blend of a, a horror game and a room escape where you're stuck in a lift, scary stuff's happening to you, they don't yeah. want you to nope out, and you're mashing the buttons. <laughs> 
from going that's, floor that's to floor. That's a cool concept, though. I like that. I like, I like it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a, a horror fan, and I don't think Nathy is the, is the horror fan either, <laughs> considering his his screams that I've heard before. <laughs> but uh, I, I do I do appreciate these kind of concepts. Simple, I, but different. Yeah. I just love so, stuff so like that. Like, no- like giving you instructions. It's like this is how yeah. you prepare for the seance. You know, it's. <laughs> but but there is nothing that sums up this game. Like it's a horror game in an elevator. Nothing that's not there at all. Okay. And also the trailer and the the, the 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 screenshots and everything. It doesn't tell you much at all. Uh, it, it, yeah, it's super. It's like. It's it's I think it's shuffleware in a way, but then again, the way they approach this and the way they present it to you makes you so curious yeah. <laughs> that you actually want to try. It and you said it's only fifty nine ninety nine US dollars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, t- what was the other game called again? Like twenty four floors, and we only got twelve. That's oh. kind of this, you know, where the, the DLC comes after. So yeah. Yeah, so this is uh, this is coming out on April six on the on the uh, yeah. This is also weird. It says you can only play it on the Quest two on Steam. So they could also say also on Rift then because they're the same kind of you know mm. systems. But they say Quest two because I don't think they understand what they because they they said yeah you need to open it on your computer the files. Ah, it's, it's just so it's so random. I don't. All, all that means is I'm a developer. I tested this on Quest two. You have to yeah, connect to Steam, much. you have to connect to your PC to play it, and I'm not backing any other headset. Yeah. But other headsets will work, because it's just going through Steam VR. Yeah. So so if that's not your jam, then you can also try Floor Plan 2. That's a bit more family-friendly. Uh, so, it's, yeah, there you go. Those are the very nice. well, releases and what's coming next week. Brilliant. Can you, can so you give should us a I, rerun? Uh, yeah, just, just tell us. Yeah, what? I just want to say, I, I heard like Zim's like voice echo in my small brain my saying like uh, yeah so for everyone who missed it that's what he's saying usually uh, so Cosmonius High is out now on the quest and uh, Steam uh, then we have Moss Book 2 uh, also available now uh, only on the PlayStation VR then we have Brisk Square um, out now on Quest 2 uh, as well on the official store um, Green Hell is coming out next week on April 7 uh, on the Quest 2 um, and then last but not least, we had the elevator, a game, the simulator that I do not really recommend, but maybe <laughs> Zim is going to stream it so that we can <laughs> see what it's really like um, on April 6th uh, on the Quest 2 on, on Steam. Not 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 Vive, not, not Pimax, not Index, uh, Arpara, whatever comes out nowadays. Uh, Quest 2 through Steam. Thank you very much. There you go. Thank you very much, Nathan. Appreciate that. And uh a nice enigmatic finale there for the podcast. So uh, I'm afraid it's time to put the icing on this cake. If you have any questions for us, it's now or never. Uh, we can take a few just before we close the door on this yeah. crazy chapter of the F-Reality podcast. Episode 199, as we're heading steaming towards episode 200. And we'll let you know what's going on with that before next week's show. Um, I had mm. the thought in mind. I'm like, hey, we could all just podcast naked. But I'm gonna, I guess that's not an idea we want to do. So if you have any ideas for us, <laughs> chuck them into chat. Uh, let us know what you think we should do for our 200th. Or if you have questions for these lads, tell us now. What what what, what do you think Mike th- uh, is thinking of this this particular episode? <laughs> I have no idea. No comment. Uh, I hope I hope he's I hope he's enjoying his holiday and listening to this back later. You know, so we can have a bit of a chuckle on a train or something. Like that. <laughs> if he's listening to it live, Mike, go spend time with your wife, man. But, <laughs> Not us. but I, I, I spend I, enough time but, with but us. You, 
But you said he went to school with Gordon Ramsay, right? Oh, so yeah. yeah, he went. I don't know. Maybe that's his holiday, like learning more uh, about getting, how getting to not be an idiot sandwich. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a, Someone me a reminder names. of the showtimes, everyone, uh, just before we finish up here. So uh, we live stream every other Saturday, YouTube, Twitch. Um, Twitch? Twitch? Really? Twitch. Late yes. Twitch, yeah, to at least one viewer. Kind of. I know. We've scared everyone off of that platform, but it's there. It's there. Uh, so the show's live. Um, I'll give you four show times here. So if you're European and svelte and sophisticated, like Nathy, 7 o'clock, 7 p.m. Uh, UK, people with their fish and chips, you know. Oh, they're going to hate <laughs> me for that one. Uh, 6 o'clock, okay. Uh, 1 p.m. for us Easterners. Mike never never cares about the Eastern seaboard. I don't, I don't know why. No. I don't know. There's so much happening over here, you know? A lot of people eating Wendy's. Um, And uh, that's 1 o'clock. And then 10 a.m., of course, Pacific time. Because everything good in California happens at 10 a.m. All right? (laughs) I I think it would be interesting if people leave suggestions of what we should do for the next episode, the special one. I'm I'm very curious to hear what what you would like to see. To be honest, I do we know already? I don't think. Oh my so. god! Early rains said, "I think you should all get the same Mike haircut for episode 200." <laughs> and we all go bald. <laughs> I, I I I think that's amazing. I, like one of those. Uh, what is those? Like those clown. Oh, things? he's he's not talking. Put wear a bald cap. He's talking shave your face. Oh, the real yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, okay. we'll be single no in the next episode then as well. Oh, uh, I know. My wife would. <laughs> my wife would definitely be off. She'd be off uh, in a heartbeat. So um, do check out the audio version. Um, our our wonderful in-house audio engineer uh, connects the dots and and makes that all sound pretty. For you, that's available on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. If you like the podcast, I know it's not many, but if you like it, right, <laughs> you know what to do. Um, I'll give you no further instructions, except for if you don't subscribe to the channel, my dead grandmother is going to rise back from the dead and make it make you do it. All right, so uh, <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed right? Uh, do we have anything left from chat, gentlemen, that we should bring I know, We should end it with I that think quote we should end yours. it on that one, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Good night, Before Grandma. Mike fires all of us. Take care, <laughs> folks. And remember, rule number two, there's no talking about F-Club.